and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for being here tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. DeMar Hamlin returned to the field during the most recent game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. But there was a lot of things going on. Very confusing. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, shout out to Gianno Caldwell of Fox News, who was discriminated against out there in Miami because of its political affiliation by one of the store owners. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, there is a new board to the dietary guidelines for Americans, which is brought to you by the HHS and the USDA. This person says that obesity is caused by your genetics, not by diet exercise. So why don't I see these genetics flaring up in third world countries, Africa, China, places like that. I mean, what's going on? We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, the whole Crowder drama, if we must discuss it, I'll talk about it. But I think that's pretty much coming to an end. Everybody's pretty much set their piece on it. But I'll talk about it a little bit if you guys want to. Also, Aaron Rodgers says that he's been villainized because of his stance on the Vax. We all know that. He won the MVP, and they were hating big time. Also, we got to talk about Ed Reed and Bethune-Cookman on tonight's episode of ABL Live. And thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. If you enjoyed what you're hearing thus far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Also, this is a podcast you're listening to live if you're watching me on the YouTube, thank you for being here. If you're listening to it on the re-recording or, or on the on the playback part of me on YouTube, thank you as well. You can also hear this podcast on your favorite audio streaming platform, audio only, whether that be Spotify, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the description box or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Also, what else we got going on? Uh, so, audio streaming platforms, podcasts, and we got sponsors, of course. Shout, shout out to my particular websites you got to go to, uh, anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. You go to the front page, you, you'll be able to see all the articles that pertain to videos on the YouTube page. So, if I can't put a certain thing on the YouTube because... They don't want me to have it. They're talking about, oh, that's against guidelines. You're going to get a strike. We're going to punish you. I could do whatever I want on my website because that's my website. I run it. I pay for it independently of YouTube. They can't stop that. They can't tell me, hey, man, that shirt you got, take it off of your store. But different story. I digress. Go to anthonyblogan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B, L-O-G-A-N.com. Link for the website will be in the description box. Also, go to the contact page. You can find my email address, my snail mail address, my P.O. box, of course. Also, my social media platforms, my Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. And please, oh, please, oh, please, if you're going to follow me one extra place, aside from right here on the YouTubes or the audio streaming platforms, please follow me on the Instagram. The goal is to get to 100,000 
followers on IG. I believe I'll be able to do it. I'll post more of the reels because I know that's kind of where we headed. That's where we headed. Everything's TikTok-ized. Everybody want to get the little 15-second dopamine hit, you know. It's like it reminds me of the 90s and in the, in the 80s when crack came out, but I don't want to go down that road anyway. Um, <laughs> follow me on the IG. Let's get it to 100,000. Uh, I have a Facebook presence, but Facebook is a tough egg to crack. And it's weird because Facebook is also Instagram. They're owned by Meta. It's just kind of a weird situation, but whatever. Follow me, follow me, follow me. If you're not following me there already, I appreciate you for doing so. I'm going to do more Instagram lives, as I promise y'all. I've done a couple in the past couple of weeks. I'm going to do another one coming up here pretty soon. And the IG live is a little bit different than this because when I'm on a YouTube live, I got a whole big setup, right? I got dual monitors and a DSLR camera, mixer, microphone, keyboard, lights, and it's a big production, just me running it. But with the IG, everything is condensed down to this. Well, well, really, for real, for real, this. Okay, like, to be totally honest with you, okay, I have two phones here, right? Now, this phone is my iPhone, and it does better for video. And really, the part of the reason why I got it is for communication purposes. People I know... It's like they they want to see the the blue um the blue text bubble all that kind of stuff FaceTime all that weird stuff so that's why the reason why I got it but then when I use it for video it does much better this one is really my work business phone tax phone okay I'm writing that off of my taxes yes I am but this one is better for working on it you know uh, making thumbnails all that kind of stuff on the fly I can do that on this one but anyway Instagram is really brought down to this it's a lot more personal. So y'all check me out there on the IG, Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan, Twitter.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan, Facebook.com, I think I'm 1776 Logan. Whatever it is, it will be on the contact page of my website, AnthonyBLogan.com. Also go to the merch website, ablmerch.com. That is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H.com. We got hats, we got t-shirts, we got stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more right there on the website. Also, go to patriotpost.us. Okay, the Spotify podcast, 2022, not 2023. Thank you, uh, Missy. I'm going to change that. I, I will most certainly change that for sure. Thank you, thank you. But, um, oh, and this phone right here, the uh, my work phone is a Samsung. So, it said, it said I'm an Apple simp. No, no, I have a, I have a Android and an Apple. I don't really care. And before, um, like, back in the day, I had an Apple for my graphic design, when I was a graphic designer, web designer, I had an Apple computer for like 10 years. Well, I had I had a MacBook Pro and I had an iMac for a long time. That was my combination. And after a while, I realized it's like, hey, wait a minute, man. You, you started your journey doing this uh, whole business thing, online, money making. You started your whole journey with a PC you built. I built my PC in 2004, 2005. It was a delivery guy coming to my crib. Um... And he was asking me, like, hey, man, you built a new computer? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Because I kept getting little parts. But anyway, I, I built computers, sold computers, fixed them. So I finally built my own PC rig again probably a few years ago, back in 2016. And I probably built about four or five since then. So, yeah, I'm, I'm PC all the way. I would never go back to Apple products for my computing purposes. The only reason I have an Apple product is because of the communication, number one, with other people who have Apple products as well. They want to see, seriously, they want to see the blue um, bubble. Like, that's really important for some people, especially, like, tip for the young men out there. If you're going to be dating and 
you don't have an iPhone, the girls are going to be scared, scared. They can be like, man, is he trying to kidnap me or what? What's going on? But anyway, that's the reason why I got it is for communication, friends and family. But I digress. Let me get back to what I was doing. I'm getting way off track, getting into some some uh, Uncle ABO stuff right there. But yeah, um, go to the website. Everything's right there. Um, PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information. And all my links, everything will be, of course, in the description box below. And if you listening to me on an audio streaming platform, there should be some kind of box somewhere where all these links are. Very simple. Okay. We, we got a lot going on. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, the, the girls are scared. Oh, he's going to kidnap me. He has a, it's, it's green text. Like that right there, for real, for real. You don't want to do that. You want to be able to FaceTime and, and blue bubbles and the green. It's so weird. You know, I feel like I'm just like a caveman sometimes because I still had a BlackBerry. Had, had, a, had a BlackBerry up until like 2018, 2019 with the full physical keyboard and all that. In 2019, I had one of those. I did not have a full um, touchscreen phone until I think 2019. So I'm not really the kind of guy that's going to be jumping on the bandwagon. Obviously, y'all know who I am. Y'all know my stance on certain issues like the whole Crowder thing. I don't, I don't even really care. I just say whatever comes to my mind. I don't even really, it don't even really matter. Rebel without a reason, I'm serious. Like, that's what I said. Like, what, LOL, question mark? That's what I said, too. But that's just the reality. Backup says, feel safe with doing blue bubbles. Yes, 100%. 100%. Yes, absolutely. Les says, girls just want to see if you're texting with those texting dots. Correct. That's, that's part of it as well. Ivana says, you want a Nokia phone? If I can get a Nokia phone, like right now, and it, and it still worked the way I needed it to work, because now, if I don't have the smartphone, I'm kind of behind. I'm not able to work appropriately. It's just not really, you know, it, it, it's just not really um, something that's feasible. Okay, here's a good question. I'm going to get to the topics in just one moment. I'm reading some of the Super Chats a little bit early because I'm seeing some good questions. Michael Crislow says, I've been meaning to ask this for a while. Is that a Captain America shield on the floor behind you in all your videos? Yes, it is a Captain America shield. Shout out to my man on Instagram, Shield Labs. He gave me a shield. Like he makes these shows for people, people that do cosplay. He makes the shoots for like uh, big motion productions, motion picture productions. I get it. I'm going to show it to you right quick. Hold on one second. Hold that thought right there. Don't go nowhere. Stay right there. So, yeah, it's a it's a real. Yeah, now I'm, a, I'm a big guy. I'm, I'm six foot two, six foot three. So you can see how big this is compared to me. Right. You have leather straps on the back so you can really, you know. You can really hold it, you know. It's it's a real it's a real shield. So shout out to my man Shield Labs for the Captain America shield. Yes. And I requested to get this shape. He has all the shapes. He has the the um the circular ones, the ones that are more like a, a triangle type shape. Yeah, he has all of those. You can see that it's pretty, pretty well done. Nice thickness, nice uh durability. So yeah. That's, that's a real shield. And I'll probably get some more. And we need, to, we need to do some work, shield lads. If you're listening, we need to do some work for real. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be uh, slacking off too much with people that want to sponsor me and whatnot this year. So that's just kind of what that is. Yep. <laughs> My shirt collection, I got, a, I got a crazy closet. You would think that um, 
I wear like one shirt every day. Like I got the polo. It just it, it kind of became my style, so I just kind of ran with it. But I got a I got a whole closet full of polo shirts. Like I probably got about twenty five polo shirts. <laughs> it's it's nuts. I've given quite a few shirts away over the years. Okay, Foss Ace, you're six nine. Hey man, I don't want no problems. You six nine. I'm gonna just stay over there, man. Unless you go about your day, man. If you just walk in my path, I'm gonna get out the way. I'm gonna go across the street, man. I don't want no smoke with the big six nine guy. All right. All right. Uh, Davey Clark said, shout out to you being that big and a reader, non-sport guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm a nerd, like, 100%. That's me. Now, I, I take pride in that. I've been a nerd my whole life. I, I was the hood nerd all day long. And I think that needs to be something that we focus on more. People being, you know, being being cool to be nerdy, being cool to, to know how to read. <laughs> you know, it, it's cool to know how to read. That That's a very good thing. All right. Hey, I I love to go on Tim Cash. That'd be great. I'll go anywhere. I would go on Crowder Show. I would go anywhere if they invited me. You know, but I'm kind of like in my own little space. Like people that go on those shows a lot, they kind of know each other and it's like a fraternal type thing. And that's good. I guess that's the way it should be to a certain extent. Um, do I know of Gothics? Yes, I know of Gothics. I met Gothics actually. Um I met Gothics in Dallas at the Uncle Tom 2 premiere. And shout out to Uncle Tom Part 2. You guys can now stream that on Apple iTunes. Let me see if I got the information here. I'm going to put it up on the screen, actually. Um, I think I'm going to put up a couple different pictures. First is going to be the Uncle Tom 2 um, being available on your your streaming platforms. And also, there's a picture of me and Gothics in Dallas. If I can find that, I'll, I'll link to it in... Well, I'll put it on the screen if I can find it. All right, because I'm, I'm looking right now at some of these pictures, and I know that it's in here somewhere for sure. And if you like what you're hearing so far, y'all please give me the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. I don't know if I can find that one. Yeah, I might not be able to find that particular uh, video, that, uh, that picture. But I'll find it eventually. Let me put up the Uncle Tom part two. So it is available on Apple iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Play. So you can uh, stream it right there. I'm sure you got to pay. But yeah, y'all please support Uncle Tom part two. I'm not in this one, actually. I filmed for it, but I'm not in this one. We've done some other stuff that will come out pretty soon. And you guys keep an eye out for that. And I think that I may be in the third one. And the Uncle Tom part three, I'll be in that one because they already didn't film for it. And they may film some more. So I will be on a silver screen sooner than later. Okay. I was at the premiere and I was up front with everybody else. So it was like I was in it, even though I wasn't technically in it. All right. So, yeah. Shout out to everybody that was involved with Uncle Tom part two. Shout out to everybody that was at the premiere. It was a it was a wonderful time. It really was. Oh, I found it. I found it. So here we go. Here is me and Gothics. This is in Dallas. This is at the after party. After we had the premiere, we went to this um, pizza spot. I forget exactly what it was called. We went to a pizza spot and everybody was there. Uh, a lot of fans and whatnot were there. It was a really good time. So shout out to her. Shout out to, I think, I think that's her husband that she's with. And shout out to my man Cedric that was there, the magician. They all came together. That was a fantastic time. Definitely a night to remember. All right. 
I'm on Rumble. No, I'm not. I don't really see the purpose. Be, be totally honest with you because people, you know, people talk about alternative media. And I'm, I'm going to just say this, and I don't mean to attack anybody. I just want to, I just want to kind of, you know, um, express myself on this one. People talk about alternative media, but do they really support it? Like for a long time, everybody said, hey, ABL, get on BitChute, 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 BitChute. I'm on BitChute. Every video that I upload to YouTube is on BitChute. But now everybody's saying go to Rumble. So it's like, all right, well, you know, what you want me to do? You want me to go to BitChute? You want me to go to Rumble? Or do I just put my videos on the biggest platforms and get the reach that way? Or how about I put the videos on the biggest platform but have my own website? So regardless of what, I still have my own thing that I can at least have some people go to and read my articles and look at my videos wherever they're going to be. So I don't see the purpose of going to another alternative media platform that ain't nobody going to watch, just like BitChute. I mean, I get some viewership on, on BitChute, but again, everybody said, you know, go over there, go over there. Now they're saying go over here. So I could, I could put stuff on Rumble, but you know what? I might do that to see what happens, to see if there's like a positive reaction as a result of it. Okay. And thank y'all for the compliments on the suit. I, I appreciate it. The name of the film is called Uncle Tom Part 2. Okay, that's that's it right there. So you guys can stream that. Apple iTunes, Amazon Prime, I suppose. YouTube and Google Play. Y'all, please do that. If you've not seen the movie, it is an amazing movie. Uh, they get really deep. Uh, it's about uh, just black folks being conservative in our history in the country and some figures that you thought you liked that you might not like so much. Martin Luther King Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. was a communist and people like praise him as something else. I'm not saying he was a bad person. Please don't get him misunderstood, but we got to look at people for who they really were and not just what we think, who we think they were. You, you see what I mean? So that's, that's pretty much what that is. All right. I've heard Samuel L. Jackson before. Okay. I was in the airport and the guy was like, Hey man, loved you in Pulp Fiction. I was like, ha, 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 thank you very much, you know. But anyway, we got a whole lot of topics on deck tonight. Where do I begin? Can I start with DeMar Hamlin, please? Because the whole DeMar Hamlin thing is, is ridiculous. It, it is, yeah, BitChute is still there. BitChute is still there. The video still got loaded to BitChute. I still, some people still watch them over there, but it's nowhere near the views that YouTube get, and YouTube views are going down as well. My, my videos at this point are viewed more on Instagram than anywhere else. More than uh, the website, of course. More than YouTube. More than BitChute. More than Facebook. Instagram right now is my hottest platform. But unfortunately, you're not monetized on Instagram. So it is what it is. All right. So, yeah. Maybe I, if, I can, if I can automate it to where I can upload videos straight to Rumble from YouTube, I'd do it. If, it, if, it's, if it's just that simple. Yeah. And then I'll see what the results are. So, yeah, y'all, y'all, please remind me next time if I'm not on Rumble to do it. And when I do get on Rumble, I'm going to put the link in every every uh, video and I'm going to put it on the community tab so you guys know I'm there. And if I'm not by next stream, y'all, please remind me, say, hey, man, what's, what's up with Rumble? Get on Rumble, stop procrastinating, stop being lazy. Y'all tell me that next time if I'm not on there. But I digress. Let's get to your man, Damar Hamlin. Now, we all know the story behind Damar Hamlin, right? Damar Hamlin. Um, he was hit on the field. He gets up and falls on the ground, passes out. He basically dies on the field. 
he had to get revived. CPR for like nine minutes. They brought a defibrillator out there. It was a whole big mess. I think his uncle came out and said like right there when it happened or soon thereafter that he had died on the field, had to get brought back. Then he died again on the way to the hospital or at the hospital and had to get brought back again. So he's recovering in the hospital in Cincinnati at UC in the hospital. They got him on. They, they intubated him. He's in the, he's in the coma or whatever. He wakes up, take a tube out, but he's still on oxygen and he's still recovering. They release him from the hospital in Cincinnati at UC. And then he goes to a hospital in Buffalo, I suppose, to continue his recovery. And the team says he's still on oxygen. He has a long way to go to complete his recovery. Now, fast forward a little bit. The incident happened on January 3rd, if I'm not mistaken. Monday Night Football versus Cincinnati Bengals, okay? Nah, January 2nd, pardon me. January 2nd, he comes back, I think, Sunday or Monday of this week to Buffalo Bills Stadium where they're playing the Bengals again, this time in the playoffs. Unfortunately, the Bills lost, the Bengals won. Okay, shout out to the Who Day Nation, all the Cincinnati people out there, all my Doug V people out there live right by Cincinnati, Kentucky, everybody else. Shout out to y'all. But um, the Bills lose, the Bengals win at Bengals Stadium. I mean, pardon me, Bills Stadium. And DeMar Hamlin is out there waving at the fans, hyping them up, but you don't see his face. And the way he was moving around, the way he was just walking was odd. Now I've seen all type of um I've seen all type of people's I I've seen all, I've seen all kind of uh theories. It's a clone. That's kind of ridiculous. Like a clone would be if he looked like DeMar Hamlin, but it was not DeMar Hamlin. I don't know who that person looked like. I'm not saying it wasn't DeMar Hamlin, but I can't tell if it looked like DeMar Hamlin or Freddie Jackson in the face or, you know, uh, uh, Kanye West. I don't know who that was. It could it could have been it could have been Alicia Keys up under that um, sweatsuit. It could have been Kanye West. It could have been one of my relatives. It could have been my cousin from down the way. I don't know who that was up under there. They say it was Jamar Hamlin. Okay. But I can't tell by looking at that person who it was because their face was heavily obfuscated. And this person had on um, clothing that covered up all parts of their skin. So you can't see identifying marks, tattoos, piercings, hair. He has big, long dreadlocks. You couldn't see the dreadlocks. You couldn't see the tattoos. You couldn't see his face. He had on glasses, a mask, a hoodie. And it's just like, why do all that? If, it's, if, if, if that's him, why do all that? Did he get burned? Is he disfigured now? I saw a picture of him in the hospital. Matter of fact, let me see if I can find a picture in the hospital first. I, I'm going to show the video in a moment. Y'all please hang tight. But there was a picture in the hospital. And you still couldn't really see his face like that. But the, the picture looked better. It, it looked you could see him more clearly. Okay. So here's a hospital picture, right? This was before he went to the bill stadium and was walking around, hyping the crowd up or whatever. You could see him more right here than you could in the other thing. And by the way, he's doing the heart emoji right here with his hands. People were saying in the video that he was doing the, like the Illuminati pyramid. And then the sixes, as you can see, his number is number three. They have a number three t-shirts. And he's doing a heart emoji. See, number three right there is on his hat. That's his football number on the field. 
So that might have been what the person was doing in the press box. Now, let me get back to the video so you can see what I'm talking about. I know I've been talking about it a little bit and I've not shown it yet, but let's go ahead and watch this. And then you're going to see what I'm talking about if you've not seen it already. Let's let's roll it. Oh, looks like DeMar Hamlin is in. the. So let's let's back up a little bit. OK, so you see him right there in the center of this uh, vehicle wearing uh, a big bubble coat on top of a hoodie. He has a hoodie on. He has a big mask covering his whole bottom half of his face, his nose, mouth, lips, everything is covered. And he has on glasses like shades, not my kind of glasses that you can see through, but glasses that are obfuscating his eyes, sunglasses inside at night when it's snowing. Looks like DeMar Hamlin is in the building. Yes, if they show him in the stadium in any capacity. So this vehicle pulls right up to, I'm not sure what this is. It says restricted area right here, restricted access. You see that right there? Maybe that goes to the press box. I'm not really sure. But you're going from the tunnel to this area right here. And there's security out there making sure he goes, makes a beeline for that area. Blow the doors off of this place. Demar Hamlin just showed and he's not showing his face, doesn't wave at all. Showed up, and it looks like his mom and his little brother is there. Oh, so got got his little brother out there. Got we his mom. love to see it. Stay tuned. It's the Bengals. His mom looks real young, by the way. Bills coming up on CBS. Good job. So then here's another clip of him coming out of that same area. And you have security who are facing toward him. Now, if the whole purpose is to make sure that don't nobody run up on them, you will face the other direction, right? Because you got to see any kind of threats coming your, coming your way. And you got to be able to react quickly. So this guy right here may be able to face outward and see any incoming threats. But the guys that are further like toward any kind of potential threat need to be turned around so they can see. So why are they turned toward where DeMar Hamlin will be? Is this security or is it a way to keep him shielded from the camera? So that was him right there that just uh, walked out in the red, of course. Head down, hoodie on. You can't really see any identifying marks. Face totally covered. Now, again, I'm not saying it's not him. I'm not saying it's a body double or a clone. I just have questions like, why do all that? What's the purpose in obfuscating this? Why do things like this? I don't really understand. returned to the facility this week Sean McDermott telling us it was so good to have him around he told us so this this shadow we figure right here in the press box is DeMar Hamlin now remember this game is at night if I'm not mistaken it's at night it's snowing okay so <laughs> if it's at night and it's snowing why do you have on glasses that cover your face inside what are you are you trying to block the sun what are we doing it's baby steps right now. It's all completely up to Hamlin. How and why can't we see him right here? Involved, he wants to be every day. A spoke. You see, you see the light behind him and the shadowy figure. It's like it's like Bigfoot. Somebody said in the comments they said that they were treating him like a Bigfoot sighting. I I, I lost it. That was hilarious. 
But seriously, though, this is like what you would see when Bigfoot comes around and they're trying to piece it together like, oh, man, is that, is that a Bigfoot? Really? That's what's happening here. This person close to the family said despite being out of the hospital, he still has a lengthy recovery. He requires oxygen and he has his heart rate monitored regularly, but he is upbeat. He's positive. Someone says he responded on Twitter. I'm going to look that up after we get done with this video. I'm going to look that up and see what he said. Now, I saw he posted a picture talking about clone, and it was a picture of him right next to a mural of him doing a heart emoji. But it didn't really fix anything. He's still he had on the same outfit, and he was still covering his face. So I don't really understand. And I was told he has a big smile. Yeah, Jamar stood up, right? So now they have, a, they have a camera inside of the booth. So the excuse was, oh, well, ABO, come on, man. It's dark. It's, it's snowing. Visibility's low. They can't really see him. But they have a camera inside. Why can't they show his face? Why must they show him from the side? And he still has his face covered. For what reason? Yeah, he did. This is it right here. What a scene. Oh. So that, that right there, what he was doing, that is supposed to be the heart emoji. And then the threes, because his number is number three. And if you had CPR for nine minutes, typically they say you're going to have fractured ribs because you got to understand you got fully grown men going like this, compressing your chest. You have bones right here. And if you're compressing your chest for nine minutes, trying to get your heart stopped, your heart is up under your rib cage. So at a certain point, you might fracture your ribs because of the CPR. So all this jazz right here, first of all, if you're on oxygen, they said he was on full-time oxygen. If you're on oxygen, that's going to wear you out ASAP. If you do that right there and you're not in shape, you're going to get worn out. But if you're on oxygen, you'll definitely be worn out first. Second, um, if you have um, your ribs broken, that's going to hurt. That, that's going to hurt a lot doing all this because your ribs are not healed. All right. And also, in, in, the, in, the, um, in the picture right here of him inside the booth, if you're on oxygen, you're going to have tubes coming to your nose. Now, you could have a tank that is very small. He could have a tank in his coat right here. You know, the old school tanks back in the day, your, your pawpaw, your, 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 your meemaw, might have had one of these big green tanks with a dolly you got to carry around everywhere. <laughs> Quick story, then I'm going to get back to DeMar Hamlin. I remember I was like, I don't know, I, I was a teenager, probably about 19, 20, something like that. And I'm riding around with some guy after work, you know, just little, you know, work buddies. We riding around and uh, this guy had his, his grandpa's car and I'm in the back seat and they're in the front smoking. Right. I'm not smoking. I'm just in the back chilling, hanging out. He was like, yeah, man, I got those tanks in the back right next to you, man. They're very flammable. It's like, meanwhile, that guy, they, they flicking ashes everywhere. It's like, oh, man, you about to die. But yeah, those tanks were humongous. Those tanks were very big. But that's not the way things are anymore. You can have a tank that's like the size of a purse or a book or something like that. It doesn't have to be necessarily um, a really big device. But I don't see the tubes, regardless of what you have, a small tank, big tank, the little, you know, foot tall tank. You still got to have tubes coming to your nose. Now, you could take them out of your nose, but they're still going to be somewhere visible right next to his mouth. And I'm not seeing that. So that's what I'm saying. Now, so you're, you're correct about that. Some don't need oxygen 24-7, but they said that he did. They said he was still on oxygen. 
So that would make me think that he still needed it, right? That that kind of makes sense to me, but maybe I'm just incorrect. I don't know. Anyway, um, let me let me come back here. Let me come back here, and I want to see if I can find Demar Hamlin's response on Twitter. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Shout out to my man, Modern Renaissance Man in the building. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you, boss. All right, let me see if I can find. Uh, let's see if Demar Hamlin responded. Okay, yeah, I don't really see a response. Not really. All that I see is what I said. Okay, I see two tweets. The one was what I already told you. Then there's another one. So this one right here says, quote unquote, clone. And then the, a ninja emoji. And you see, this is supposed to be him right here next to a mirror of himself doing the heart emoji, right? Number three, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Now, he's still wearing the same outfit, doing the same face obfuscating. So you're not really... You know what I mean? You're not really fixing the problem. You're not, because the problem is, can nobody see your face? And then another one. Um, here's another one. He says, thank you for, for all the genuine love, thoughts, and prayers from across the world. Y'all will hear from me soon. Number three, heart emoji. That's it. I don't see really a response like showing his face. All you got to do is just show your face and then the whole, everything will be pretty much done. So what do y'all think? Do y'all think it's him? Um, the whole clone argument, I don't know about that one. That might be a little kind of ridiculous, but is it him? If it is him, why is he covering his face? Because we got to be able to agree on one thing. Regardless of what you think, we got to be able to agree on one thing. He's covering his face for sure. Why? What's the purpose? People want to see you. They want to see you doing well. You got to show your face. You might not be able to speak very well, and that's okay. That's totally fine. But at least go like that. Oh, something else. Thank you, uh, Gumball. Now, there was a death record that I saw floating around from Buffalo. Not Buffalo, pardon me. Well, yeah, Buffalo or somewhere in New York. I'm not exactly sure where the town was. But the death record had his town, his hometown, his name, and then also his parents' name. So a person died with his same name, Damar Hamlin, and the person that died had the same name as his parents. So... What's up with that? I don't know. Is it a coincidence? Hey, I've seen stranger things in my life, but it just seems like it's a, too big of a coincidence. I, I just, I, I'm just kind of confused as to what's happening. But again, all you got to do is just show your face. Now, some are saying that he's dead. That's, that's something else. Some, some say it's a clone. Some say it's not him. It's a body double. Some say he's dead outright. And they're using somebody to go out there to masquerade as him because you're 24 year old and healthy and you die on the football field. That's not bad. That's not very good for business. Super Bowl coming up, playoffs coming up. That's bad for business. We can't have that. Now, how are you going to get his mom and his little brother to play along? I'm not really sure. Okay, his little brother's out there and his big brother didn't die right there on the football field. I think he would know that. Same thing with his mom. So I'm just overall confused as to what's happening and why it's happening. But I had to cover the story because it's a pretty big win. Did he put out a video? I've not seen a video from DeMar Hamlin. Let me see if I can find that right quick. Um, 
it's not it's not on his personal Twitter page. Maybe he um maybe he FaceTimed somebody. Maybe he FaceTimed somebody. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can here's something from Ivory Hacker. Shout out to Ivory Hacker. Um, this is a video that says, Hold up, Buffalo Bills quarterback seems uncertain here on whether the man he saw Sunday was Damar Hamlin. Let's see if that's what he says. I've not seen this video yet at all, so we're gonna watch it together for the first time. Okay. So you, you, you don't think that you were duped by fake Damar in the locker room when you saw him. Let's just get that out there. I don't think so. If it is, who knows? But that's my guy. Are you suggesting there's maybe a chance it was? Okay. So you I don't think so. That is, you don't sound very confident. You should just say no. <laughs> that was Damar. I know my man, Damar Hamlin. That wasn't that wasn't the fake. That wasn't the clone. You don't seem very confident in your response there, sir. I don't know if I really trust that too tough. Very interesting. Okay, very very interesting. Let me see if I can find the video that somebody said. Okay. So here's a video of DeMar Hamlin, supposedly. So I guess that's him trying to, uh, who is this? I don't know who that is. That can't be DeMar Hamlin. They ain't saying DeMar Hamlin I saw out there in the football field because the DeMar Hamlin I saw looked like he was fit and spry. This guy right here looked like he's struggling. This is how I would expect his gait to be while you just, died on the football field and got brought back to life once or twice. I would expect this kind of walk. Okay. Barely, barely able to walk struggling. I don't know who that is right there. Okay. Um, the, the caption says all love from Mark with the, um, emoji. Is that DeMar Hamlin or is it somebody else? I don't know who that is. This person has on, um, a did we win t-shirt with DeMar Hamlin's heart emoji on it. But is that him or is that someone else that's trying to get somebody together? I don't know who that is, but that's not DeMar Hamlin because, okay, this might just be a guy that's recovering from a hit and he has on a DeMar Hamlin t-shirt. But I don't think that's him because if that's him, then the guy that we saw on the football field couldn't have been him. Is that Andre Drummond? That's what it looks like, but does does he have dreads? I don't think so. So that's that's um that's Sacramento. Yeah, I don't know who that is. Let me see if I can find anything. Um, let's see the comments on this. Um, let me see. Yeah, somebody says it. Somebody says exactly what I said. He shared a video from a rehab clinic because someone was wearing his shirt. It's not Demar. Exactly, that's not him. So people said that he released a video. He did not, he did not release a video. And I don't really see. All right. So I don't know, I, but I, I'll move forward here. I, I shall move forward. It ain't easy. It be hard. All right. I, I shall move forward here. I don't see anything else, but I think that might've been the video the person was referring to, but that's clearly not him. That's somebody else that's just recovering in Sacramento wearing his t-shirt. Um, that's not, I don't think that's Andre. I don't think Andre Drummond has dreads. And did Andre Drummond get hurt recently? Because the person right there, oh, he has, he does have dreads, but his dreads ain't that big though. Andre Drummond, 
Okay, I'm, I'm gonna show you guys Andre Drummond right quick. Um, and is, is he on the is he on the Kings still or nah? He's on the Bulls now. He's not even on the Kings. He wouldn't be in Sacramento. <laughs> he wouldn't be in California if you play for a team in Illinois. That is Andre Drummond. That person in the video was not Andre Drummond. Okay. And that's a picture of him recently because he's on the Bulls. He kind of been between the team. Um, but that's definitely not no Andre Drummond. That was just that was a random guy doing rehab work with a with a with a um, DeMar Hamlin t shirt on. But I will go ahead and digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. We got quite a bit going on here as far as news is concerned. And let's talk about obesity, shall we? Now, this one was um, a pretty controversial topic for some people because, okay, let's let's talk about, let's, let's break it down and see what happened. You have the USDA and the HHS, right? They have this little group or some kind of organization or something within the government called the Dietary Guidelines for Americans. The job of this group is to give you recommendations on how to eat to live. Basically, shout out to Elijah Muhammad on that one. But anyway, they give you food recommendations, diet recommendations. Okay, if you eat X, Y, and Z in your diet, you will be healthier. That is their job. They appointed a brand new board recently, and one of the board members is a person by the name of, what's her name? Fatima Cody Stanford, okay? Now, her area of expertise is in obesity, and she got on 60 Minutes and said, well, you know, the chief reason people are obese is not because of diet, exercise. It's because of genetics. This is totally false. It's, it's not right. It's false. Because at the end of the day, let me see if I can find the clip, uh, a longer clip. All right, hold on. Now, what somebody told me in the comments is that they're trying to push something else, which makes a lot of sense. It's only it's, it's only in America where this happens. We're gonna we're gonna look at a longer clip because I, I played a, a short version of it. Let me see if I can play more of this for sixty minutes. And, and fair use, by the way, fair use sixty minutes. Don't don't try to flat this channel. This is for educational purposes and for telling a news story and for a reaction video. So don't strike me. But let's let's watch some of this. I may stop it a little bit here and there because of. Copyright, weird stuff. But let's let's roll it. Yes, we can go on a diet, something like the biggest loser, right? You mm -hmm. go and you strict people, you make them work out for 10 hours a day, and then you feed them 500 calories. For most people, they will acutely lose weight. But 96% of those participants in The Biggest Loser regained their weight because their brain worked well. It was supposed to bring them back to store what they needed or what the brain thinks it needs. So willpower, throw that out the window. My last patient that I let's let's pause right here. Now, y'all may or may not know me and my little story. I'm probably about 220 pounds right now. I'm probably about 215, 220 right now. You know, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm eating cookies and whatnot, I go to 225. But if I'm super, you know, uh, strict military guy, then I'm 215. OK, and I'm pretty I'm pretty lean. You know, what I mean, I don't have no belly or nothing like that. And I'm six foot three. So I look like I'm kind of skinny, I guess, to some people sometimes, but I'm actually pretty big. But anyway, I've been almost, I say, 300 pounds. I'm probably, my biggest is probably about 285. 
Like right now, I look like basketball player size, but back then I was more like football player size. I was never like some kind of par blart looking lard. You know, I looked like I was pretty fit, but just big. Anyway, the key to losing weight and keeping it off is being disciplined, having the same diet and same routine consistently. People that lose a bunch of weight on the biggest loser go home and then regain their weight. Why? Because they're not on the program anymore. They're not doing the same. They're not getting up four o'clock in the morning, exercising, eating right. They're going right back to their hometown in Podunkville, USA, eating the same ridiculous meal three times a day, eating way too much, drinking soda, uh, doing drugs, all kind of stuff. They go right back to the same lifestyle. You got to change your lifestyle and change your eating habits and be consistent in order to keep the weight off. If you don't, you're going to gain it back. Not because of any kind of genetics or any kind of brain function. Nah, it's about you not getting back into the discipline way you were on the show. It's simple. This is not rocket science. It's not rocket science to understand. And to underline my point, you don't see problems with obesity in third world countries, do you? Show me the starving baby in Africa that's 500 pounds. Show, show, like you might see them with a pot belly. It's because they got worms in the belly because they're eating garbage because they have no food. You're not going to see an obese person in a poverty-stricken place because they don't have the food to be able to become obese. It's simple. If you are taking in more calories than what you burn, you're going to gain weight. Is that, is that, does it make sense? Let's, let's keep on going. Follow me for more health tips. <laughs> I saw today was a young woman who's 39 who struggles with severe obesity. She's been working out five to six times a week consistently. She's eating very little. Her brain is defending a certain set point. A set point, says Dr. Stanford, is a range of weight. Look at this, look at this. Carbs, 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 fat, fat. I'm seeing alcohol, carbs, all kinds of stuff on this table. Your brain is in charge of maintaining by controlling how much food you eat and how much of it you store. One theory is that it's an evolutionary survival mechanism that helped retain fat during famines. So we had COVID. Mm -hmm. Lots and lots of people gained weight. Do those people have a new set point that's higher now? Absolutely. So when you have a chronic stressor and you get to a certain weight and maintain that weight for, let's say, at least three to six months, then you recalibrate that set point to a different. This, this, this is this is completely this is this is pseudoscience at best. Pseudoscience at best. I rather I rather would hear a guy on the corner and just talk to me about how to make uh, how to become a millionaire than this nonsense right here. Now, remember, this is this person is on the board of the Dietary Guidelines for Americans, a government agency who are responsible for telling you what to eat, how to eat. I would not be surprised if this drivel she's saying winds up in your kids' textbooks and they read this and think that it's the reality when it's not the reality. So when you got a fat family, when you, when you got the, the mama, the daddy, and the kids who are all obese, all sick, get ready to kill over, the excuse will be, oh, it ain't because we drink Mountain Dew for breakfast, lunch, dinner, and we eat carbs all day, and we eat like we're, you know, slobs and all this and that, we got crumbs in the bed and all kind of stuff. That ain't the reason. It's because it runs in our family. It's genetics. It's, it's because of some pseudoscience. That, that's the reason why we're fat. You know, people are, it, it's to the point where 
I think American people in charge, I'll say this, people in charge realize that Americans in the Western world are going to be heavy consumers of everything, of food, drink, of drugs, technology, whatever, heavy consumers and not really producers. So they're trying to make excuses as to why you have consumption related illnesses or deficiencies. Okay. Rather than just you consume too much. Oh, it's because of something else. It's some junk science. I just made up right now on the spot. Like I'm improv acting. It's that point. I've always heard that it's the fast food, that it's the diet Cokes, that kind of thing. That is the instigator. Is that true? So I think we have to look at the different causes of obesity as a big pie. And that's one factor. But notice how I'm using this part of the pie, right? But the number one cause of obesity is genetics. That means... See, there we go. The number one cause of obesity is genetics. So let, let's talk about that, though. Like, let's talk about America. We all know that America is what? What they say? A nation of what? A nation of immigrants. We're all from somewhere else. So it's easy to just look at our cousins across the pond and see how they operate. We got the same genetics. My genetics and a West African genetics are about the same. It's not that much different, okay? I've seen some, I got some West African friends. We're like, they probably look like, just like my brothers. If you saw me and my African home right next to each other, same height, weight, body shape, skin tone, all of that. We have similar genetics, okay? Why is it that you go over there, they're not going to be obese like they are over here? It's because they don't have access to so much food. That's the bottom line. Now, how you present with a bunch of weight on you from eating food could be genetic, potentially, because West African, you know, guys, we may look different physically from, let's say, somebody from the Philippines, okay, or somebody from Oaxaca, Mexico, all right? We just look physically different. But we can both be obese or overweight in our own ways, depending upon our genetics, but that'll only be determined by the food that we eat. And how much of it we eat It's just that simple. And when we eat it and also our level of activity. If you are born to parents that have obesity, you have a 50 to 85% likelihood of having the disease yourself, even with optimal diet, exercise, sleep management, stress management. So when people see families that have obesity, the assumption is, what are they feeding those kids? That's, that's, that's the correct assumption. That is the correct assumption, Miss Stanford. Yeah, they're doing something wrong. Actually, do you know this? 79 to 90% of physicians in the United States have significant bias towards individuals that are heavier. Now, doctors <laughs> listening to me may say, oh, no, there, there we go. So, no, that's, that's, that, um, that's that body positive movement. You got people that's like in the medical industry now pushing body positive movements. You know, I, I saw I saw this parody account talking about um, obese is the new N word. It was a parody account, but you had people that were really retweeting that and believing in it, like saying the word obese is a problem, saying the word fat is a problem. But it's like, yo, we talking about actual medical terms and real descriptors, okay? The word fat is not a slur. The word obese is a medical thing. It's just like saying somebody is thin, thin fat. It's the opposite. Okay, or skinny. That's also a descriptor. Tall, short. These are descriptors. Is it a slur if I call you short or if you call me tall or normal, regular size, average height? 
everybody's so offended at everything. We got to have medical professionals come out here and defend their offense. It's not me. Hold your horses because has that patient come to you and told you, look, doc, I'm eating well. Look, doc, I'm exercising. And the doc says to them, are you sure? I don't believe that that's really what you're doing. Shout, shout to my main man. I, you know what? That might have been a little bit of a shot at my man for six hundred pound life. Okay, what's what's my man's name? You know what I'm talking about a doctor. I, I forget his name. The guy with the the kind of European accent. You know, you're not eating right. You're not doing the diet. I told you, you got to do the diet the, the way I tell you. You're not. You're not doing it. I I can't even remember his name. Hold on. I I gotta find my man and I gotta get that impression down fat. Just on the panel life, doctor. Y'all know exactly who I'm talking about. I'm gonna come right back to that and complete it and keep and keep moving. Doctor Now, that's my man. Doctor Now. Yes. That was a shot at him because Doctor Now, just on the panel life. You don't watch that show basically in a nutshell. Um what he'll do is his job is to get these very, very obese people below their crazy weight. You're talking people coming there. 600 pounds, 700 pounds. His job is to help them lose weight. And whenever they don't lose weight, they always do the same thing. They eat the same as they did before. It's always the same. So when they come in, because, you know, not, not only do they, do they report to him what they do, they have cameras in the house with them. It's a reality show. So you can't just say, oh, I'm eating right. When in reality, the camera saw you with a whole platter. Listen. That show was crazy. This lady had a whole platter. I'm talking about like, you know how they come out in the restaurant and they serve drinks and the platter be like this on, on their hand and they kind of balance it on their neck and their shoulder. This lady had a whole platter like that for one meal. I was like, this is crazy. Eating that right in the bed. That show was nuts. The people only lose weight. Pardon me. They only lose weight when their diet changes. Everybody on there, every single person that's really obese eats like a pig. And that's big facts. Hold on. Let me find, let me find my man right here so I can show you the impression. Hello. Hello, Dr. Now. How y'all doing? Surviving. Surviving, huh? <laughs> so is that why you missed your last appointment? Yeah, there, see, there you go. See? And the people all got all kind of excuses. Oh, I know I've been stressed and all this and that. It's like, look, man, if you're trying to lose weight, you got to do this, this, and this, and this. And if you don't, you're not going to do it. And that will not give you late weight loss. Because what, what they want is weight loss surgery, right? They want the weight loss surgery, but they don't want to do the work to be able to get down to a certain weight to get that weight loss surgery. And a lot of times weight loss surgery, they make your stomach smaller and or to give you the band to put on your stomach. Now, what does that do? It prevents you from eating too much. I'm getting triggered, so I digress. Okay. You just had your bypass about two months ago. And when you left the hospital, you were down to 546. So you lost only nine pounds since then. But Renee has lost almost 50 pounds at the same time. And she hasn't even had her bypass yet. What in the world is going on with you? Cause he knows what he knows what's happening. They're not eating. They're not eating right. They're not doing right. It's always the same story. Always the same story. You got an actual reality show where they show what's happening. They show it. They have the evidence to see what's happening. They got cameras in your house. They got all of that. Okay. And you have a doctor right here 
who's dealing with patients in the hospital performing the surgeries. It's actually, it's actually him with a, a team, of course, performing the surgery. Yeah, mainly sugar and carbs. Exactly. Ma mainly sugar and carbs. That's it. It's always the same thing. Let's, let's keep on going with this video. And then I'm going to just keep on rocking with the next topic. I don't want to talk about this topic too much tonight. Let's keep on going. Wait, are you saying that doctors don't understand obesity? Doctors? Doctors do not understand obesity. In one of her published studies, Dr. Stanford found that most medical schools don't teach that obesity is a disease, and in fact, don't even offer courses on it, even though it's the second leading cause of preventable death in the country. That's not true. Um, you're talking about heart disease. That's, um, that comes from being obese, but it's not that obesity is why you die. You die because your heart failed from being too fat. After smoking. Why they got to lie so much in the teeth? Like, why, why, why lie so much? I don't like people that just outright lie like that. What's the purpose of doing that? I'll, that video, you can find it 60 minutes. Um, you can find it right there on the YouTube. I don't want to show you the whole video. We don't got that much time. But the whole point is you have people in the government that are caping for these people that, you know, the body positive movement, the Lizzo and stuff like that. Um, you see that a lot on commercials. Um, they're trying to push that as being normal because they want to cater to that particular audience rather than making them feel bad and not being able to generate revenue from that group. They'll monetize that group and say, it's okay to be 800 pounds. We got clothes for you. Come shop with us. You know what I'm saying? You only got to leave your house. You can stay right there in your bed where you get hosed down for a bath every day and order this right now online. And that's just what it is. All right. It's, it's so simple. I'm, I'm going to read some of these comments and I move on here. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, the question people are asking is, hey, how can they afford to live like this? Food stamps. Okay, food stamps, government assistance. A lot of them on disability. They get SSI. They get all kind of checks from the federal government. And then not, let's not forget the scamdemic, all the stimulus money that was out there. You know what the stimulus money? The stimulus money made people get fatter. It wasn't necessarily the pandemic. I mean, part of the pandemic, if you were locked down or something like that, and you're in your house bored, you might eat from boredom, but also people just had money they never had before. You got a person that never had any kind of money, now has like $10,000. And what are they going to do with that? Are they going to put that into the stock market? Are they going to save it? Are they going to be responsible? No. Not all the time. Sometimes. I know... Well, they will sometimes, ABL. They generally won't, okay? And they're living in poverty, always have, and they get all of a sudden this big amount of money, they're not going to understand what to do with it, typically. They may sometimes, but usually they don't. So what are they going to do? Hey, we, we balling out of control. We're going to Chili's every day. We're going to Captain D's. We're going to all the restaurants. We're buying whatever we want in the store. Walmart, first of the month, we're not just buying... EBT approved stuff. We're going to get lobster, shrimp, steak, and all that. Eating everything all day, every day. Not working. So you're going to be stuffing your face with all this pleasurable food, sugar and salt and fat and carbs, all that kind of good stuff. Now you are 100 pounds heavier. Why? Because you ate so much. <laughs> you ate so much. Hey, straight to the casino. That's right, Carl. Straight to the casino. Straight to... The, the restaurant after the casino, Waffle House, 3 o'clock in the morning, eating the whole menu. The TikTok trends, yo, let me get a 
Let me get a sandwich with a waffle. Let, let me get a Belgian waffle with, with eggs and steak and syrup on it. Let me get that and eat that at 3 o'clock in the morning. But you know what? The reason why I'm fat is because of genetics. Be for real. <laughs> Be for real. Like, let's let's stop playing games here. Yeah, that, that craft beer, hey, it do it to you. You know, shout out to all the guys out there that drink that beer. They got that big beer belly. You know, luckily I don't got that. I don't got no no big beer belly. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying to get the abs. I'm trying. I'm trying to get the ab game going, but I might need to go to like below 200 pounds. I ain't really trying to do that at this moment. Yeah, Duke Rose said, "I just explained his life." Hey, man, I know the game. I've been there. I'm not exempt from that kind of lifestyle. I've done it. I I didn't been the guy to go to the middle of the mall spot. You know that that um that that Japanese place, Sakura Japan. Have you ever seen them make that food at Sakura Japan? You know what I'm talking about. The little the chicken they give you. Where they be out there with a tray, say, hey, you want some of this? It be on a little toothpick. You take some. It's delicious, right? Have you ever seen them make that? They get this big bucket of pink slop, literally pink slop, and they chop it into bits on a little, on, on the grill. And they serve you that on the bed of some rice, probably some old rice because they fried the rice, right? Fried rice is old rice. It could be there for days. They fry some old rice up, all kind of grease and salt and sugar and fat, this pink slop. It's nice little chicken-sized portions. Put that on your plate, and you eat that. I've been there. And don't, don't get me started on soul food. Oh, my goodness. I eat very clean. Like, what I, what I eat today. Okay, here's, here's what I had for the whole day. And I, I'm going I'm to move on, I promise. But this, this is a very passionate thing for me because I've seen people in my family, like, in my, you know, cousins or whatnot that have dealt with this kind of issue with obesity. I've been a lot bigger. I lost a lot of weight. Um, I, I was as high as 280 and got down to 180. But now I'm at a good weight at about 215, 220. I feel good and strong right here at my, at my height at 6'3". But anyway, so um, today I had one of those kind bars and some like, um, like zero sugar or no sugar oatmeal. Low sugar or zero sugar oatmeal in the morning. Had that for, my, for, my, for, for being regular, right, with my, with my, with my digestion. And then what I do for, I have like one big meal. That, what I just said, like a small bowl of oatmeal and a kind bar for breakfast. Water all day long. I got water right here. And then I got coconut water for hydration. This is a, this is a coconut smoothie, actually, from Trader Joe's. Okay, for hydration, to be hydrated and to talk a lot. For my meal, for my lunch, eat that right around 2 o'clock. I have um, some grilled chicken. I put on the Foreman grill. With light seasoning, some olive oil. I don't fry my chicken or nothing crazy like that. No flour. Just chicken breast. Not a chicken breast, part chicken thighs. Chicken thighs, light olive oil, light seasoning, um, some uh, white rice or brown rice, don't matter. And I steam some broccoli. I put it in a steamer, light pepper on it. That's my meal. And I've not had anything to eat since. If I eat something tonight... Maybe I have a peanut butter jelly sandwich, a small peanut butter jelly sandwich, or I'll have um, some plantain chips or maybe like some peanut butter, like out the actual thing. But that's it. That's my meal for the day. I don't eat like a, a hog. And honestly, I'm, I'm still 200, 215 pounds. Now, imagine somebody that's eating a Waffle House breakfast in the morning. They eating, um, they're eating a, a, a Belgian waffle 
syrup, sugar everywhere. That ain't nothing but high fructose corn syrup usually. Unless you get the maple syrup from the tree, but you probably don't. You're getting high fructose corn syrup on your on your joint. Um, you got all kind of eggs and eggs are okay. That's a protein. But you got all kind of food. You have too you have too many calories at once. Breakfast. Then here comes lunch. You go on to Chick-fil-A. You go on some fast food place, scarfing that down. Okay, peanut oil, all kind of stuff in your jank. Then dinner, you eat a big dinner. Dinner you have six o'clock. You eating a whole full, like a big, big crazy meal. It's like, why? You about to go to bed in a little bit. All you're gonna do is sit on them calories and you wonder why you can't lose weight. But I, I'm I'm done on that. Yeah, I, I'm gonna do a cooking. I'm gonna do a cooking channel and something about nutrition because that area, I feel like I'm an expert a little bit, a little bit. I'm not an expert, but I think I am. You know what? I identify as an expert in the day and age of being able to identify as male, female, uh, X, Y, and Z pronoun, gender, whatever. I identify as a nutrition expert. I do well for myself. I eat very well. I never had any sickness, no illness, nothing like that. You know, if I ever get like, if I get like a little a tickle in my throat, like I felt I'm about to get sick, give me some um, chicken noodle soup in the can, some chunky soup with some rice in it, some little chicken pieces, some cayenne pepper in there, you know, bust that down and I'm get money right afterward. You know, no vaccine, none of that good stuff. No, never had a flu shot in my life ever. So why would I get the vaccine? It don't make no sense. But I will go ahead and digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. Um, somebody said, because I, you know, I'm I'm 38 years old and I got a great beard. Somebody said, you don't take care of yourself. I mean, it's it's hereditary. I think the gray is hereditary. Like, you know, dad was like that, granddad was like that. They just got great early. But they just decided to dye their beards and whatnot until they got to be older. I just don't even really care. I don't want to put dye or Beijing in my beard because I heard that it's not good for you. So I just let it rock like this, you know, but I'll keep on moving here. There's a lot we got to talk about. Um, speaking about health and all that good stuff. Have you heard your man, Bill Gates talking about the vaccine? Have you seen this clip? I played it in my video speaking about Aaron Rodgers being villainized for his vaccination status, but let's just play this right quick. If you have not seen it in full, Shout out to my man, Ian Malshion, for posting the video. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. Uh, they're not broad. So when new variants come up, you lose protection. And they have very short duration, uh, particularly in the people who matter, which are old people. And every one of those things is, is fixable. Uh, in fact, doing that work is going to help vaccinology very, very... One more time, because you didn't hear it. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. The current vaccines are not infection blocking. Didn't they already say that? Didn't your your, your friend from the CDC, Rochelle say that? She said the vaccines do not prevent transmission, which means you cannot stop yourself from catching it or spreading it if you're vaccinated. But when the vaccines first came out, what did they say? Oh, if you get this, you're doing it for your for your meemaw, for your pawpaw, because they're elderly. And if you don't get vaccinated, you're going to spread it to them and they're going to die. And you can be if, if they die, it's your fault. Imagine how many people. Imagine how many people carry guilt with them if their one of their grandparents died from maybe catching the virus from them. Imagine that. 
when in reality, they couldn't have done anything about it. It's not even their fault at all. Mask, vax, nothing would have stopped it. Imagine fate comes in and you're just distraught because that happened and you couldn't control. You, you could have done something to fix it, but you didn't. When in reality, you cannot do anything to fix it. Uh, they're not broad, so when new variants come up, you lose protection, and they have very short duration. So you don't have, you don't have protection. They have, they, it's, low, it's low duration. All they claim at this point is that the vaccine just prevents you from hospitalization. But RP to my main man, Colin Powell, RP to Colin Powell, he had a vaccine diet. So what happened to that? Oh, he was elderly, but it's for the elderly. So what are we talking about here? Uh, particularly in the people who matter, which are old people. And every one of those things is, is fixable. Uh, in fact, doing that work is going to help vaccinology very, very broadly. The current. That's Bill Gates, the patron saint of vaccination, saying they don't work. But back two years ago, when I said that, I was a bad guy. I was villainized. I was the one that was a conspiracy theorist, as were you guys out there as well. You got friends, they're finally talking about, oh, well, you don't believe in getting vexed. I heard about marriages breaking up over that. Hold on. Let me see if I can find that, that particular, uh, that TikTok of the young lady talking about that. Um, because that was pretty crazy. Okay, yeah, 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 here we go. Shout out to Matt Couch for this one, uh, for, for reposting it. Let's, let's check it out. All right, probably got music right here. I don't want to play the music, but you could just look at the screen. So we got a young lady, okay, and she is doing a TikTok. TikTok is a plague on, on this planet. <laughs> a plague. So she's doing a TikTok dance somewhere. Hopefully she's not in a public place. And the title is, Why My Ex Is My Ex. And she's dancing and she's pointing to something that says, won't get vaccinated. Doesn't believe in the vaccine. Anti-vaxxer. Isn't vaccinated. Doesn't trust science. And then what else? Is there one more? Or that, that's it. Okay, and then you got the strong independent woman pose. Yeah, I showed him. I broke up with him because he doesn't believe in science. Well, I don't believe in myocarditis. I don't believe in pericarditis. I don't believe in blood clots. I don't believe in cardiac arrest. How about that? How, how about that? 25-year-old wearing a Rolling Stones t-shirt, red flag. Okay. But anyway, I, I digress. But that was a that was pretty common though. People's relationships broke up over vaccination status. Okay, I can't relate to that, but a lot of people can. Mm. So I feel sorry for the young guys out there that are dealing with that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's like, man, what in the world are we doing? What are we doing? No, no mask, no mask or nothing. None of that going on. Okay. Yeah, big, super, <laughs> I don't want to say the, the, the word in there. I almost got a little carried away. She didn't know one Rolling Stones song or nothing. Not, not, nothing at all. Okay, not, nothing at all. So, oh, and speaking about boosters, let's talk about that right quick. I'll play the Aaron Rodgers clip in a moment. But um, speaking about boosters, so, um, What's his name? Uh, 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 Joe Scarborough. 
was on MS13 DNC talking about um getting his fourth booster and he should he should have gotten his fourth booster because he'd been completely not down with the virus. So he he missed his fourth booster, but he had his third booster. So what what is that total? Like I guess four shots? Because you got your initial shot and then the first, second, and third booster. You had four shots, and that wasn't enough. You needed more. It seems like it's a scam at a certain point. I mean, it's like it's like you're writing the government a blank check. And shout out to uh, Joe and Mika. Um, this whole thing, before I play this video, remember there's a scandal going on right now with um, TJ Holmes and Amy Robots, right? Okay. They are both married, starting an affair at work, okay? That's the same thing they did, Joe and Mika. When they got together, they were both married and were co-workers at MS-13 DNC or NBC, wherever they were. Then they eventually got married. But I think the situation here is different network, perhaps, and that might be it. Some are going to say racial elements are involved, but I'm not really sure that's the case. I think it's just Disney trying to be virtual signaling. But anyway, let's play this video and let's hear Joe talk about his back status and how he still didn't caught the bug after four shots and he should have got another one, number five, to stop himself from getting it. Although Bill Gates just said they don't prevent your, they don't prevent catching the virus. You still catch it and you still may have severe complications and side effects. So, Thank you to my man, Modern Renaissance, man. He says, it's a total of six by the time you get to the fourth booster. Wow. So we done already had five shots, and he needed number six to not get sick. It sounds like a heroin addict. Hey, I got to have my neck sick so I don't get sick. Big Pharma wouldn't do that. Big Pharma would not put you on a thing that you go that you got to get hooked on in perpetuity to keep getting money from you. They would never do that, right? They would never create a synthetic heroin that kills more than anybody, more than anything else in the whole world right now, or at least in the U.S., that's so addictive they can't live without it, and they're going to keep producing it because of the addiction. Therefore, it ain't nothing but a blank check. But whatever. Let's go ahead and play this video. On you know, it's interesting. I, I had not gotten my COVID uh, booster. Mm-hmm. Um, Which one? The fourth. The fourth. Yeah. Because, you know, we went to London. Then got COVID, COVID. Yeah. Got completely knocked down for a while. Yes, you did. Uh, yeah. Months. Exactly. Well, I wouldn't say months. You were knocked down for months. Months? Yes. I wouldn't say months. No, it was a long time. <laughs> so anyway, weeks. Let's take t- just no, weeks. It was weeks. I, I, I was fatigued for a long it time. It took three months. I'll say it's very interesting, though. Uh, because the, the, we're we're learning a lot more about what what your your resistance to COVID may be. Yeah. I, what was that back in September? Uh, just got got uh, my checkup, and uh, the antibodies are like at a hundred percent right now. Interesting. So for for it, it kind of works out. But again, we found out we found out the boosters, the vaccines, they don't stop the disease, but they certainly do make a big impact. Instead of me being down for a month. I can't tell. Make a big impact? How? Make a big impact on the side effects? You know, you cardiac arrest. I don't know about anything else. Where's a big impact? You didn't have five shots and still you were knocked out of the game for three months from the bug. That's not very effective to me. That's not very effective. I mean, at a certain point you got to ask yourself, am I getting sick from the bug or am I getting sick from the shots? 
You got to ask. You got to ask yourself the whole pro. Look, I've been traveling. I've been in different hotels, flights, rental cars. I, I don't wear no mask. I, I I just do whatever, right? I I done a little bit of whatever, okay? And, and check it out. I didn't eat. I'm gonna tell you what I did, right? Don't don't tell nobody. Keep it right here between us, right? Don't tell nobody else. I was in Costco and I went to the little, you know, the food the food section, and I got a slice of pizza. I didn't wash my hands. I just ate it with my hands. You know what I'm saying? No towels or nothing. Just straight ate it. But I didn't die. I mean, at a certain point, you can't live in the bubble because when you leave the bubble, then you're going to have complications. And I think that could be happening right now with your man, Joe Scarborough, and many others. I'm not trying to judge you if you did that without necessarily understanding what's going on, but it's time to let it go. It's time to move on because obviously that's not working very well. Month. Right. With fatigue, if I'd taken the booster, I would have probably sneezed. And said, what was that? And kept going. Exactly. That's the difference. And so I love when people go, oh, I'm not going to accuse the difference. And you still get COVID. If I you know. Get the, no, that's that's, that's not, not the, the purpose of it. That's never been the purpose of the flu shot. It's so it builds up your resistance, just like actually getting COVID builds up your resistance. Exactly. So keep you from listen, the So do yourself a favor, right? And get off the websites. The websites. Okay. How about I get off MSNBC.com? How about that? That might work better for me. That Chinese religious cults. And what was up with that? He just said um, Chinese religious cults. That was a shot at Falun Gong. That was so random. So you're talking about C-19, the Vax or whatever. Get off the websites and then get off of the Chinese religious cults. You just you just basically carried out a Xi Jinping order to attack Falun Gong. For what, though? Why? Did you get paid to do that? That was so random. And if you're not listening to that kind of stuff, it, you, you won't even catch it. If you don't, if you don't know to hear it, it won't even really, you won't remember it until you see a documentary about it. And then you go back to what Joe Scarborough said until you see some news story about it. Then you go back to what Joe Scarborough said. Let, let me rewind that because you missed it. Was that, a, was that okay? That was shot at Epic Times. Okay. Yeah, there, there we go. That's, that's, that's what's going on. Yeah. Epic Times. Websites that Chinese religious cults. So, okay, Epic Times is run by Falun Gong. Falun Gong is considered a Chinese religious cult by China, by CCP. Um, I've seen them out in, 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 in life. Like, I remember one time I was, um, I was in Atlanta, and they were out there. Um, I went to a Trump event in Atlanta, probably about three years ago, maybe. But I think before the, before the scandemic, probably. Um, he spoke there and I was there, uh, a lot of, a lot of dominance were there, RRP diamond. They were there. They see Washington was there. Um, a lot of us were there. A lot of big names in the conservative movement, the black conservative movement were there. But, um, after we leave the event, it's these two Chinese people talking about Trump read the paper, Trump read the paper, good paper, Trump read the paper. And they had newspapers like actual newspapers and it said epic times on it so yeah they were, they're out there hustling like nation of islam one no bean pies or nothing no but they had they their newspaper out there giving it to you for free so yeah they are chinese but from my interaction they're pretty cool i don't really see the problem but i mean 
they they pick and choose so they want to attack that Chinese on MSNBC. But different story, and I digress. Um, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. And also, speaking to my people that passed away, rest in peace to my friend Charlotte Hussar. She passed away. Uh, it might have been a couple of days ago. Um, from what I'm reading, and I don't know, but I think the person that posted it is a good source because they know the, they know Shirley very well. Uh, she had cancer. So I guess she had been fighting for a while, but unfortunately, she did not make it. Um, you may or may not have heard about Shirley Hussar. She's not like a celebrity, like on television. But a lot of us in the movement, a lot of black conservatives know of uh, Shirley she gave me my first speaking engagement or one of my very first speaking engagements out there in DC back in like 2017. It, it was like very early in my whole YouTube experience. Um, so yeah. And then I saw her again when I was in Virginia, she did the conference out there. I was out there for that. This might've been 2018. I think, uh, that's, that's me right there. Long time ago, obviously on the right, I look a little bit different. And that's, that's my man, T. West, right there on the left. Shout out to T. West. And that's Charlotte Hussar right there in the middle. This is in Virginia. This is in Suffolk, Virginia. Um, may she rest in peace. She'll be missed. You know? Yeah, a lot of you guys, I think she's been on, she's been on the channel before. She's been on the, on, the, on the stream before. If you guys have been watching religiously, you may have seen her on the stream a couple of times. Absolutely. Yep. So I wanted to say that because that's somebody that was really you know, that's somebody that was really, really involved in the movement. Very much so. Her and the sons, you know, shout, shout out to y'all if y'all watching. You know, good dudes. All right. But um, we got a whole lot going on. There's a lot happening right here. Oh, I almost forgot about the whole thing about Aaron Rodgers. Let's, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers right quick. And I'll keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go ahead and... Do that. Okay, here we go. So they played some of the clip on uh, Fox. Let me see if I can find the full clip. Let me see if I can find the full clip. And then we shall continue. All right. But yeah, I had no idea Aaron Rodgers was 39 years old. It's like, man, he's still out there uh, doing it. And people really, people were really upset at Aaron Rodgers after he, after the whole situation. So, re remember um, what Aaron Rodgers said. It might have been 2021, I suppose. A reporter asked him, um, are you vaccinated? He was like, yeah, I'm immunized. Now, he didn't say he was vaccinated. He said, I'm immunized. So, and I think what he was trying to say was, well, I don't have the vaccine, but I'm immunized. Like, I'm good. I'm not going to really get sick. I don't believe he did get sick. If I'm wrong, let me know in the comments. But it was later found out he did not get vaccinated, actually. People say, oh, you're a liar. You you don't, you you know, you you hate people. You don't, not a team player, all this, that, and the third, right? That was a allegation against Aaron Rodgers. And he was hated by many as a result of that. And then he won MVP that same year in the NFL. Oh, they hated that. They hated that. So Aaron Rodgers is saying, look, I'm now cast as the villain because of um, some things uh, because of the whole vaccine thing. Whatever I do, people just want to hate on it. 
Let me see if I can um find the full clip. I mean, there, there's a whole big thing. There's a whole podcast, like an hour-long podcast. We don't got that kind of time at all. All right. He's on a Pat McAfee show. Shout out to him. I had no idea Pat McAfee had that many subs. Shout out to Pat McAfee. A man who might be uh, in the middle of watching whales right now. Right. That's, no. Is that? So you're, you're still in the Phillies? I'm happy you cleared the air on that whole thing. We agree. You said a lot about wanting to win, and physically you were able to still play at an MVP level, you thought. And that was the question that I posed. So also we are in uh, – Mostly the best quarterback. And Peter and everybody. Right. Oh, you're Pretty saying he – excited for the – Talk about, uh, you know, some of these, some of these ideas, but – I ain't going to be able to find Conject it. It's too long. I don't got that kind of time. Let me just go to the clip. That'll, that'll get the job done. Let's do it. Wish I had timestamps so I could just, you know what I mean, get from point A to point B. That'd be good. I want to tap into your sports, mind for, uh, your sports mind for a second, but still stay with the COVID theme. Aaron Rodgers got immu uh, immunized but didn't get the shot famously. Yeah. And he says the whole perception of him in the league and the country changed. Listen. There's heroes and villains in, in sports and entertainment. And I think because of my stance on COVID uh, and maybe some other things, I've been cast as the villain, especially the last few years. This woke culture wants to be offended by everything. You just go online and find something you don't agree with. I'm offended. How could you possibly say that? Yes. I don't really care. I don't care who it's coming from or who said it. He's not a villain unless he's on Twitter. Not many people think he's a villain or am I wrong? He's a villain to many people because of the whole vaccine stance. But, you know, people, the same thing with Kyrie Irving, also a villain because of the vaccine stance. People trying to call him a moron and whatnot on TV, Shaquille O'Neal and uh, Charles Barkley. But now people like Aaron Rodgers and Kyrie Irving, Jonathan Isaac, shout out to you, Jonathan Isaac, coming back. Been gone for a while, now you're back. They're all saying, the people that villainize them are all saying, oops, sorry. Or if they, if they don't say sorry, they should say sorry because now they came out and said that if you are vaccinated, you're more likely to catch the XBB 1.5 variant, the most dominant variant in a place like New York City right now. You are more likely to catch that now after being vaccinated. Okay, more likely to catch it. You are not going to stop the spread at all. You are more likely to catch it and spread it if you're vexed. So shout out to the pure bloods out there. If you're not pure blood, hey, it's it's okay. I'm sorry. It, you know, everybody can't be everybody can't be this beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's just it's like that, right? Yeah, that's just life. It's unfair sometimes. But seriously, I mean, many of us knew from the beginning what it was, and we stood on that. And that's what I'm gonna always do. I'm gonna stand on whatever I say, whatever I say, including the whole thing about Crowder, the Vax, anything. I'm gonna stand on it because. If you have confidence, I ain't going to get into Crowder, really. I might talk about that a little bit. But if you have confidence in whatever you think, whatever you feel, your your conviction, stand on that. Never back down from what you believe in. When they want you to apologize and make statements, don't do it. You're never really going to be able to please these people. You can't please anybody or everybody all the way. All you can do is be true to yourself. When you look in the mirror and you see yourself, you got to be able to be comfortable and content and happy and say, you know what? I am being myself. I'm not an actor. I'm not fake. I'm not a phony. I'm being a genuine person. And that's me. 
I really couldn't care less about anything else. You know, and that's how I built my whole channel. Like when I first came out on YouTube, that was the purpose is just to be me and to be some somebody that was different. And I knew that just me being me, I'm different. I always been like that. Anybody that knows me know I'm, I'm just kind of an odd person sometimes. Walks to the beat of my own drum. I got to be that. I can't be anything else other than that. I can't, you know, just kind of go along and get along. Shout out to um, Kwame Brown for that one. I can't do it. I never, I never have been able to do that. I never will be able to do that. All right. So that's just what it is. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, um, okay, I'll talk about Crowder briefly. I, I promise, I promise, I promise. I will not bring it up anymore unless I have to. The only reason why I brought it up, again, is because he did a response video. I feel like it would be unfair if I just covered one side of the response to Daily Wire and not his side. So I got to be fair to both sides. I put the video out so late that day because I didn't even want to do it. I was like, man, I ain't doing no more videos. I'm done. But then I was like, nah, I got to be fair. I'm a fair person. I got to be fair here. You know, I couldn't care less about people subbing. or I, I, I just, I, I, I'm driven sometimes to do videos. And it's, it's just, it comes from inside of me. I got to do it. All right. I got to do it. So let me just go back to the whole thing. So Crowder responded, um, and I'm going to touch on it briefly. Some of you guys say no. Some of you guys say yes. I'll touch on it briefly, and then I'll move on. Okay, y'all yeah, cool with that? If, if y'all say no, I'm not going to do it. But if you say yes, I'll do it. If I put up a poll, it's going to be like 50-50, I, I guarantee you. Um, now, let's let's play this clip right here. Hold on one second. I'll play a couple of clips and y'all can discuss amongst yourselves. All right, let's let's play this right here. So this is him on the Tim Cash show. And this, this show was crazy. Like he had they had 135,000 concurrent watching. That's that's nuts. You're talking about better than TV. That's that right there is crucial. So um people say yes, yes, no. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> briefly, please. No. Yes. Briefly. Okay, briefly. I promise, and then I'm done. And then I'm d if, if y'all call in and want to talk about it, that's fine. I'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, as long as it ain't nothing weird, no trolly stuff, no, you know, extra stuff that'll get me banned from the platform. You know what I mean? Don't don't put up nothing crazy on the screen. But let's, 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 let's just play this clip, and then I'll speak on it briefly and get to the next one and then move forward. Was 178,000 concurrent watching at the peak? Wow. Those are amazing numbers. I said it before. Crowder is the biggest conservative on the platform, hands down. He's the biggest draw on the platform, hands down. However, can Daily Wire even afford to give him what he wants? So here's the thing. The offer sheet was like for $50 million over the course of four years. Crowder is saying it's not enough, but it's not about money. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's, it isn't enough, but it's not about money. Okay, let's let's just play this right here. Before we get to that, before we get to like the finances. Yeah, let's stuff, go through the top. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. If someone publicly was going, and by the way, I'm not going to be doing the personal stuff. I'm not going to be coming in here calling anybody a bitch. Okay, so I got a sense of some of this, but y'all understand. 
what happened was uh, Candace Owens came on to Timcast um, a couple of days ago or a couple of days before this. And then, of course, she's upset at what Steven Crowder does because she's over there at Daily Wire with them. So when you attacking Daily Wire, you're attacking her too. Those are her friends. She works with them. And, excuse me, she has a contract with them. So when you say Daily Wire does bad business and they have bad contracts, you're insinuating that she also has a bad contract. So she's me, excuse me, burping. So she's saying people are hitting her up, talking about, hey, you have a bad contract. You're at Daily Wire. They do bad business. So now she's being attacked by people because of what Stephen Crowder said. Now she has to defend herself. Some are saying, well, they outed themselves. I mean, come on. You got to be kind of silly. Like, like I said before, Crowder read a term sheet. that's talking about ad reads and $50 million and the conservative platform. And this is my friend, all this and that. And the third, how many places can afford to give them that kind of money that are conservative and how many have ad reads? It wouldn't be Fox News. He didn't already burn that bridge anyway, but it wouldn't be Fox because they don't do live ad reads. So they cancel right away. It wouldn't be the blaze. He was just there. It wouldn't be PJTV. Are they even around anymore? CRTV is now the blaze. So who else could it have been? Epic times? I think not. Um, Prager U, they are the same as Daily Wire, basically. Dennis Prager and Ben Shapiro are besties. So, it, you know, it's Daily Wire. And everybody put, I'm going to say everybody, many people put two or two together. And people are going to find out. The internet, like, let Reddit have it. They would have figured out who the person, they, they would have figured out where the offer sheet came from in 24 hours flat or less. They would have figured it out. So don't say, oh, you didn't put them out there when you did. We knew who it was. Okay. Those of us that know, know. And one of, we would have put it out there. And now Daily Wire's got to defend themselves. So if Daily Wire says nothing and just lets it ride because the name didn't get put out there, but people know it's still them, they're going to be like, oh, you're trying to hide away from Stephen Crowder. You're not really trying to say anything. You guys are cowards. If they say something, oh, he didn't out you. You shouldn't have done it. You guys are dumb. It's a lose-lose. Ultimately, Crowder shouldn't put it out there. If you do not like a term sheet, an offer from a company, just say no. Or negotiate. You don't got to put them out there like they're some kind of malicious person because they gave you an offer sheet that was not to your liking. I mean, maybe they can't afford to do anything other than that. Or maybe they can't afford to do more, but negotiate. And if you can't come to terms, maybe it's not because they're being malicious or they are trying to be, you know, uh, stonewalling conservative figures. Maybe they can't afford to give you what you want. And if that's the case, it's okay. How about get it over there somewhere else or get it on your own? It's simple. Why you got to put them out there like that? Like it's some kind of bad company. If, if I get offered a job by somebody and the terms are not what I want, I just won't take it. It's business. It ain't personal. Now he's friends with Jeremy boring, but you got to be able to divide between a personal relationship and the business. When I seen you the contract, you only got to worry about it. Send it to your lawyer. You got a lawyer and an agent. Let them do it, which he did let them do it. Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. Let them do it. Don't even talk to me. Talk to my lawyer and your lawyer. They'll figure it out. We can remain friends over here, but the business side, the money side, have that over there. Don't even involve me in it. Don't even involve yourself in it. Let our people handle it that way. That's the way it should be. When you're trying to get personal with, with business and having family members work for you and stuff like that, it, it always kind of goes wrong because there's an expectation or an entitlement of 
oh, you'll do this for me. You'll do that for me. You'll look out for me. You'll help me out. No. Lawyer, lawyer, business. Crowder, boring, friends. I digress. Bitch, right. Sending out hatchet people. And to talk about this, so he, he called Candace a hatchet person because he said that she was sent out there to attack him. Meanwhile, she was booked for Tim Cass a month and a half before. So this, this is what I'm talking about. The, the, the gaslighting and the lying. Um, I understand why Candace was mad. Honestly, I understand, I understand why she was mad. I'd probably be mad too. So um, I, don't, I don't think it gives an excuse to go and talk the way like every girl does who gets their husband into a fight at a bar. But I understand why she was upset. Um, if you had the ability, if someone's going out saying, hey, you're a, you're a difficult person who only cares about the money and uh, that you're a bitch. And, and you had the opportunity to clear it in because it was verifiably untrue, which now no one is arguing. Would you do it? Would you, how else do, would people switch from, it was about a $50 million salary to, oh, recording a phone call. Does James, do we allow it when James O'Keefe does it? Is it only when corruption is on the side of the left? And he so he's comparing himself, he, he's comparing himself recording his friend Jeremy Boring about a contract dispute between the two of them, some money between the two of them to Project Veritas. Now, you guys know Project Veritas and James O'Keefe. They're out here outing people that are trying to abuse children, they're talking about critical race theory in elementary school. They're talking about all types of really vile stuff. Some stuff that is kind of illegal. At, at, at best, it's unethical. At worst, it's straight illegal. You're talking about some really, really bad people. You're talking about uh, people at Twitter saying, yeah, we do censor conservatives because they're horrible people. They're trash people. Like, we cried at Google when Trump won that kind of stuff. Project Veritas uncovered. You're talking about political things that are going on, okay? Some real corruption with the voting system and stuff like that. What you're talking about is a contract dispute between two guys about your money, not about some bigger political issue. That's what Project Veritas does, not you. So don't say you're the same as James O'Keefe. You're not. You're just a guy trying to get more money, point blank. Here's the issue is I'll tell you who this hurts, the dishonesty. I'm not just saying... I know it's not brief. I'm sorry. I know it's not brief. I, you know, I, I get passionate. I got to talk, but I'm going to cover this and move on. I promise. Daily Wire, this is really, this is about the entire movement as a whole. There are a lot of practices that go on and it hurts the sponsors, hurts the creators, hurts. That's, that's pretty much that for that. And then I got, I got one more video. Then that's it. I'm, I'm on your side on this one. Uh, everybody can know my bias. The reason that really bothered me is because I run a company. I know how much money we make. And there are people who yeah. assume that revenue equals money in your pocket profit. And it's like, no, 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 no. If they're giving him $50 million, it sounds so wonderful. They're assuming to you. you're dumb. So it's not about money, but $50 million ain't nothing. It's not about, he said, it's not about money, but the money they offer me is not enough. And my agent kind of offered with more money, but it's not about money. My agent said, I want more money. My agent works for me. He says, okay, we can do these terms, but more money. Okay, we send it back a counter offer with more money in it, but it's not about money. I promise, fifty million dollars ain't enough. I got I got kids to feed, I got mouths to feed. Shout out to Latrell Sweetwell. I got a family to feed. I can't afford to get fifty million dollars in, in, in four years. Okay, but it's not about money though. But I'm, I'm complaining about money right now on the show. But check it out, it's not about money. They're they're treating the audience like they're dumb again. Well, no, no, no. a lot of people don't. No, but he, no, but here's the thing. This. People don't understand because they're assuming that you won't go and do research. Look, fifty million dollar basketball money versus twelve million. If if uh, let's say Marvel says I don't know the new Thor movie is two hundred million dollars, is that Hemsworth's salary? It's that simple of an analogy. Yeah. But the issue here, and I'll let. 
Okay, you got you got twenty five employees, right? Twenty five employees. So let's say they all get paid a hundred grand, which they don't. A hundred grand um, net. Like let's, let's say you get paid twelve point five net, and it's not taxes, not not nothing like that. Let's just say it's twelve point five net a year, and you got twenty five employees at a hundred thousand a year. So what's that? Two point five million. Am I wrong about that? Y'all let me know if my math is right. Two point five. So out of twelve point, we still got ten left every year. Over four years, you got forty million dollars. So what else are you paying for? Deadly Wire has a whole uh, staff of people. They got all the production and everything you need. What else are you really paying for? You have your equipment. You have your studio. What, the studio space? Okay, is that it? How much does that cost per month? What, probably bought at the most five bands. So 60 grand a year on top of that. You still write around $10 million. So what else are you paying for, for real? Like, let's not play no games. You're not some kind of Hollywood blockbuster film. I mean, come on. What are we talking about? Let Gerald kind of talk about that more. The, the issue here is like, I think that these people at Daily Wire, they've said that they're very business savvy. They're running a business. So are they very business? Okay, taxes. I know how much taxes cost. Like, let's say the 12.5 is not net and it's gross. And you got to pay taxes on that. And you got business expenses and whatnot. So you got write-offs and everything. So you might pay 20% of that uh, 12.5 at the end of the day, after you pay your business expenses and wrote that off. And, you know, you got... 6,000 pound vehicles, all the kind of other weird stuff. You got your office and you got everything that you're paying for. You're paying for your agent. You're paying for this. You're paying for that. Okay, whatever, whatever. Let's say you pay 20% of the 12.5. So you're talking about what? Um, Let's see, maybe about 30, not 30, about, about $3 million off of that. Because 20% of 10 would be two. So right around three, 3.5. So let's say, let's say you pay three. Out of 12.5, you, you, you got 2.5 for your, your employees down to 10, taxes down to 7. So now what? Over the course of four years, you still got, what, uh, 28 million? So what are we saying? It's it, like this, this, this is just bogus, man. You're not paying for that much. You're not paying for that much. Savvy. Um, and no, are they dumb and don't know that 12? I mean, why do I care about anything? Somebody says, why do I care? It's not affecting me. I mean, we cover all kinds of stories here. What Aaron Rodgers does not affect me. Aaron Rodgers being the villain doesn't affect me, but I still cover it. So why don't you ask me, why, do, why does that not, why do I cover that? It doesn't affect me. $0.5 million a year for an entire production house is what we're actually looking at. Or are they lying when they say it's basketball money and $50 million salary? I think Candace Owens at one point got up to like 140 or something. On the, I don't, I don't so really. So you said you wanted $30 right. million a year or 140 And the million. only reason people, people know that's not true, and you've seen the transcript, you ever see me once say, hey, it's about more money? There was never an offer sent after I said, look, it's a non-starter if you don't change these, these terms. And please tell me that you're not doing this with other yeah. people. There was never anything after that where it was, of course, the non-starter is I'm not gonna, I can't do five live reads because we do Can, commercials. I, let me, let me, let me, I just want to ask one specific yeah. question because a lot of people are bringing this up and they're accusing you guys of only exposing them after they turned down your counter offer. I don't, is that true or can you add more information to that? Yeah, I don't know why they're saying the timeline that he kind of gave was completely inaccurate. You're dodging the question because he asked you about the counteroffer. You're dodging the question. Oh, I don't know about the timeline. That wasn't the question, sir. The question was about the counteroffer. Let's talk about the counteroffer you made because you're saying you did not want to do it. It was bad terms, a bad deal. So you rejected it and you exposed them, but you gave a counteroffer. You're not talking about that part. Everything would have been fine if you got the money you wanted. Yeah, there was never um, there was never any counteroffer from us. What Steven said was basically, look, guys, these are the terms that we have a 
So he's saying right here, there was not a kind of offer from us. What does that mean? Let's let's continue to hear him talk or let's let's, let's continue to hear them talk. Probably. Right. And if this I don't care what the contract says dollar wise, if these terms are in there, that's bad. And you need to start again. This right. has to be pulled out. So there was no counter offer because I'm seeing a lot, a lot of you guys say there was the agent, guys- the agent. I think my agent, the first they sent the agent, the agent. So what he's saying right here, the agent counter offered, but not Stephen Crowder. See, see what I'm saying? So the agent got the contract like they should. The lawyer got the contract like they should. They went through it and they're saying, okay, now nah, $50 million ain't enough. Let me get, let me get 120. That's what happened. But it's not about money. I promise it ain't about money. Whatever. I'm finished with that. I'm I'm, I'm done with Crowder. Uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't like people that lie. I don't like bullies and liars and whatnot. And somebody keep asking me in the chat. Somebody keep spamming in the chat. Oh, why you care about this ABL? It don't affect you. The stories that I cover don't really affect me. I'm covering, I'm a news channel. I'll cover everything. What Ed Reed does in Bethune-Cookman does not affect me. Uh, a school does not affect me. I don't go to Bethune-Cookman. I don't know Ed Reed. I don't know anybody that goes there. It doesn't affect me, but I'm going to still cover it because it's a hot story. That's what I do. I'm a news channel. It, it doesn't have to affect me for me to cover it. I don't take things personal like that. That's just, you know, it's very simple. Yeah, I have, I have no agent. I'm a solopreneur. I work by myself. I don't have an agent. I don't have a team around me. It's me. I got people I know that I can call if I need help, but it's me that does everything. And I've always been that way my whole life. Hey, it's not even about money, but let's talk about the money and the agents and the contracts and negotiations and fees and terms that all center around money. <laughs> it's so silly, but I understand people that are fans of Crowder and they want to support him. I get it. I totally get it. And you guys are great. If you guys are fans of Crowder and you're loyal to him, you guys are great because that shows dedication. But at a certain point, you got to look at somebody for who they are rather than your loyalty to them, which I understand could be difficult. I get it. I'm not a hater. If he has a big fan base and they love him, then that is great. That is great. All right. But we have, um, I didn't cover everything I wanted to get to. I wanted to cover Ed Reed. I may cover that a different time, but we're kind of late in the show. So we got super chats to read. I, I, exactly. Rebel without a reason. Rebel without a reason says, if it's not about money, then do it for free. Exactly. Do it for free. Don't even, don't even talk about any kind of business venture with Daily Wire or anybody else. Just put your videos out on Rumble, not monetized. Don't read no ads. Don't do no merch. Just do it that way. It is about money. Let's be for real. But I digress. I will digress. Um, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. We got super chats to read. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. I'll get to the calls. In just a little bit, Super Chats right quick. Thank you to Peach Sangria, who says, I am not obese. I am a rotund queen. All righty, sounds good. Thank you to Misty, who says, I tried to email you. The dates on your Spotify podcast are 2022, not 2023. Thank you for that. I am going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fix that. Let me go ahead and make sure I have that open so I don't forget to fix it. I don't even know where it's at. I'm going to just have to type it in. All right. But yeah, I'm going to fix that. I read that comment earlier and I forgot that quick because I'll be, you know. Yeah, let's let's go ahead and fix that today. Um, Where are we at here? Thank you to Michael Critchlow, who says, I've been meaning to ask this for a while. Is that a Captain? I've already read that the Captain America shield. 
right there in the back behind me. Thank you to William Scott Jr. who says, my parents wanted me to get the vaccine. I refused. Got COVID last year and wasn't really a bad, wasn't really bad besides a bad headache. Still not getting that shot. Well, bravo to you. Hats off to you, boss. And, and, and don't get it. Do not get it. All right. Thank you to it's Rebecca Starr who says, prove it. That probably was about Damar Hamlin. I'm not sure. But thank you for your, uh, your super chat, though. Thank you to No White Guilt who says, they are just creating more excuses to be lazy and normalize the consequences. Talking about the obesity thing. Yeah, for sure. Um, thank you to No White Guilt who also says, genetics don't matter when they deny that genetic groupings exist, but genetics can't make you ride a sofa, eat endlessly, collect welfare, and become a bloated sea beast. Uh, no White Guilt says, ABL, quote, I don't believe in my, <laughs> I don't believe in myocarditis. I don't believe in pericarditis. Don't believe in blood clots. Don't believe in cardiac arrest. How about that? Yeah, I was I was feeling the spirit when I was talking about that stuff right there. Let me make sure I got all the super chats before I continue, and we'll get to the calls. You guys know what the, the number is. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Uh, let me make sure that I'm uh, showing everything what it's supposed to be. And... Uh, hold on one second. I'm pretty sure I got everything. Yeah, I got everybody I was supposed to get. Okay, I got one more here. Thank you to Nikki Luz who says, I feel you, ABL. Crowder is doing what the left does, in my opinion, trying to virtue signal. I don't like his face or voice or attitude. <laughs> Not his face, voice, or attitude. That's hilarious. Thank you to TJ Jizzle, who says, sir, the offer is still on the table. I can add three whole followers to your coffers for management of APL Empire. <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate you, TJ Jizzle. All righty. We got quite a few uh, topics we discussed, and it's now time for the calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Hopefully, Skype wants to work right today. If it doesn't work right, you know it's not my fault. Please blame the white man. All right. Let's go ahead and get rocking and rolling here. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Stephanie Ranger Xbox. All righty. What's happening? Getting a, getting a little bit of echo there. It should be fine okay, now. Now it's gone. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, oh, man. Uh, Crowder. I, I was going to say this uh, the last time I called. I think it was uh, two shows ago. Because I don't like call every show, but uh, I think the same thing. And Candace Owens came up with it separately that he made this big deal, and the way he's going about doing it is to start his own uh, little contractual uh, uh, producer company, you know, to compete with them is what it I, was the feeling I got. And then Candace came out and said the same thing, so. It makes sense. Uh, what do you think about that? It, it makes that sense angle. because because he's just trying to you know attack a company to poach uh, subs from them, and it's kind of like this whole passive aggressive. It's like okay, I'm not I'm not attacking them, but I'm gonna pretty much tell you everything about them. I didn't say their name, but you could pretty much put two or two together. It's just like what I was saying before. It's like if a guy makes an attack video about me and he doesn't say my name, but he says, "Hey, you know, there's a guy on YouTube I I can't stand. He has flags in the background." He has a gray beard with a black mustache, 38 years old, from Chattanooga, Tennessee, from West Virginia, purple shirt, black hat. Okay. Then, <laughs> and then, then they say, oh, well, I didn't say his name. It's like, come on, man. You could still put two and two together and get four. We're not dumb over here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah brother. I hear you. <laughs> Love your show, man. Uh, 
oh, they're going to release the body cam footage of the uh, junior January 6th attack on Paul Pelosi. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I'm ready for that. As soon as they drop it, I'm I'm doing a video immediately. I got to see that body camera because the story made no sense. Okay, who came to the door? Who opened uh, the yeah. door? The story made no... I got to see the body cam. <laughs> I know. That's what happens when you put give the script to a dedicated career alcoholic drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, yeah, about the... I told you that. That young man, 24 years old, built like a brick house. You know, you ain't going to knock him over and he's going to drop dead of a heart. Just give me a break. Right. Come on, man. I play, <laughs> I play football. I'm only 5'6". And I was out there playing against guys his size and getting ran over. But I didn't have no damn heart attack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, I'll let you go with that, brother. Uh, God bless America, and uh, let's pray for the vaccinated. Right on, man. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Bye. All right, great call. Let's get to some more calls. Number to call, 434-658-1220. Let's go to 912. You don't lie. Who am I speaking to? Hey, it's Tom down here in Savannah, Georgia. How you doing, ABL? It's all good, man. How about yourself? Uh, no complaints. The little thunderstorm just passed us. I'm not sure where, when it got you. You know what I'm saying? It was all up and down the East Coast. I don't, I don't know who does the weather. Yeah, it's kind of been raining a little bit on and off, but we didn't get a storm. Not, not today. Yeah, it wasn't least. too yeah. bad here. Yeah. So uh, I, I don't know. There's lots of things to talk about. I mean, Cary Lake and the forty thousand signatures that don't match. I mean, what? But what do you think about Kevin McCarthy though? Because like he he didn't seem someone that a lot of people kind of wanted. You got to be careful of rhinos and. I don't know, white hats, black cats, and different aspects of who's good and bad and indifferent in all these alphabet agencies and whatnot. But, uh, like, what do you think of Kevin McCarthy and not letting Swalwell and Pencil Neck or whatever on, on the committees? I think it's good. I think, he's, you know, they're, they're getting some stuff done, and that's what I wanted to see. I don't want to just see them up there doing nothing, a bunch of bloviating, talking. Nah, get some, get some stuff done. So I, I like to see some type of action, some type, some type of – some kind of movement rather than just stagnation and complacency. Well, but it was interesting to see him fight for like, what, what was it? Like four days or something they did like 12, 13, 14 votes. Yeah. But that, that's good because like normal people just don't even pay attention to stuff. They just live their lives and just go through stuff. And they're kind of like opening their eyes in a certain sense. And like, well, what, what is this vote? Right. Yeah. What is what is this Supreme Court decision? Like they matter. That's true. That that's true. I think I hope people really pay attention to that and they now are kind of glued in about what's going on. That that's what I hope that 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 did for people rather than just like you said, I mean, not knowing what's going on let something happen. Here's another just slight screwball is the whole ATF and the 120 days to this little thing that was lost in the boat accident. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then you're going to send it to them and you're going to give them all your info. And it's like, but it really isn't even anything we should be kind of crying about. That's like our rights. We're born with these rights. Yeah, that's, that's right on. 
right. Well, I mean, there's lots of stuff going on and lots of calls, but I mean, once again, is I, I still think a lot of stuff's going to go on with the, the voting and the elections and stuff. I don't think it's all settled and done. I think it's pretty much finished, but we'll see. It's, it'd be some more action surrounding it, but I think it's pretty much a wrap. Okay. I mean, once again, as you got Biden and all the classified stuff, there's there's so much stuff to talk about. But you do a great job with the, the way you do what you do and reporting the best you can and what you know. And just like it's not always something that's your cup of tea, but you're just like, oh, here's what's going on. that People are talking about. So right on. Appreciate everything you do. ABL. You have a good night. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. All right, bye. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. Let's go to our righty. 304 to the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, Bill. It's your uh, favorite uh, West Virginian slash Georgian here. All righty, man. I'm What's going on? I'm surprised I got through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, man. I was, uh, uh, I was just going to want to uh, touch on uh, the uh, obesity thing. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. uh I don't want to put my weight on blast, but Uh-oh. he's a little overweight. But uh, you didn't say anything about metabolism. Now I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Don't <laughs> just don't get me wrong here. Uh, I'm a skinny white dude, and it's it takes a lot for me to put on weight and actually keep weight on. And uh, you know, I was saying the same thing to her, like. Just don't eat before you go to sleep, and just watch what you eat. Um, it's just that you know, like I said, I'm not taking up for obese people, and it's it's a it's a touchy subject between me and her because I'm like you know if you just you know watch what you eat. And she's like, well, you can go in there and lift weights. I mean, I got a whole weight set and everything. But it's harder for me to gain weight than it is for her to lose weight. And I say that, you know, it it's it's diet. I agree with you completely. I, w- I was just wanting to say that because it's true. I mean, and she knows that. But I was also wanting to uh, talk about the uh, Demar Hamlin thing. Like, you know, if if it was anybody else, say like uh, Tom Brady, like a famous quarterback, you know, he got hurt and then he came back. They would have microphones all in his face, cameras all in his face, and be like, "Yeah, I feel good," even if he was lying. Like, where where's this guy's face? Like, exactly. I mean, like, what's up? Like, can we not hear your voice? Can we not see your face? Like, why? Why is all the camera angles behind you, and why are you like sneaking around? Yeah, that that was that was so weird. And it's like, if you're gonna do all that, just stay home. Don't even come to the game because people are gonna make assumptions and they're gonna ask questions. It was just unnecessary and weird. I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, what, what, why, why can't we just see your face and hear your voice? I mean, 
it, it's it's uh, it, it makes it makes the person wonder, like you know, it just makes a man wonder or a person. <laughs> I don't know, men, women, <laughs> but yeah, I want to go back to the. Uh, the uh, obesity thing, because I I don't want you I don't want you to think that I'm coming off wrong or anybody else. It's just like, you know, some people do have different metabolisms, but at the same time, if you're like, you know, if you're a man and you're six foot tall, you should weigh around like one seventy five. I mean, that's the average weight to height ratio. But if you're like a woman and you're like five foot five and you're like three hundred pounds, man, just just quit eating, you know, or at least watch what you eat. It, it, it's it's really simple. Like for me to put on a few pounds is actually pretty hard. I got to I got to do a lot of work to do that. But if you're morbidly obese, it's it's quite easy in my opinion just to watch your diet and you can drop a lot of weight really fast without even even doing any exercise that's right you know what i'm saying i mean do you agree with that like i agree 100 percent. yeah like your, your diet if you're like morbidly obese chances are well you're going to be eating poorly if you just change your diet, you can lose weight. The gym ain't because people go people go to the gym and go there for like five minutes and think, okay, they're doing something, but then they go right back to the house and eat the same thing they've been eating. But your, your diet is going to dictate your weight loss more than anything else. And then you go to the gym for your health to get toned and to get that the nice look, and you know, also for your health, for your cardiovascular health, for your muscular development, all that kind of stuff. That's that's aside from your weight yeah. loss, though. Exactly. I and you know, I work I work uh I kinda hate to put my job out here, but I work at a place that sells groceries and uh <laughs> I see these people, they come in there and like I see I see what's in their in their buggies. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? First, like first of the month is crazy, and, ain't it? Yeah, like if I if I if my shift is like from the first to the fifth like these people coming in there, they're like waddling around, like just completely out of shape. And I see what's in their in their buggies, and it's like, okay, you got you got bacon, you got ice cream, you got just just all this crazy stuff. And you go check out, and then you swap that swap that food stamp card. Mm-hmm. And what really <laughs> You know, whenever they go to leave, they leave their buggy right there beside their car, and they pull their car right up beside the the door, so they don't even got to walk far. And they just, you know, put their buggy somewhere where it won't roll out into the parking lot, and they load their junk food up into their vehicle, and then they leave. It's it's. Uh, I don't want to say it, but I'm going to. It's kind of disgusting. Like, so you, you're getting you're getting government benefits, and and you're just abusing it, and you're being completely unhealthy. And 
in some ways disrespectful in my opinion is the way they 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 act like some of these people when all they got to do is you know instead of buying ice cream and and just you know cakes and junk food they could buy some fruit some vegetables and whatnot but that, that, that's all I gotta say, man. I'm sorry. I, I I've had a few too many beers tonight. I, I, I got I you. Probably shouldn't no. even <laughs> in, but uh, I'll holler at you next time. Thank you for the call, man. I appreciate you. All right. Oh man. <laughs> oh man, that right there was crazy. Shit, <laughs> quite frankly, it's disgusting. <laughs> oh. Wait a minute. I just got to get myself together. Hold on. Y'all just, y'all give me a moment. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. All right. All right. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I promise. All right. Back in the saddle. We good. That was crazy. Shout out to my man for the call. 904 online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Nikki. <clears throat> I'm the guy who sent you a, a super chat talking about how I don't like uh, Crowder's face. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say uh, awesome that you're a nerd. I think there should be more nerds. First of all, I'm a computer nerd, but I'll jump right into it. Crowder, uh, I don't like his vibe, and I think that you feel that too. And I don't know. I know there's a lot of people on the line who, who like uh, Crowder a lot. But that's that's my thing. It's like I get this vibe from people, and Crowder just gives me a bad vibe. And I don't know. It seems like you feel the same way too, because it you almost it, it just I feel kind of disgusted when I look at him, especially with his uh, his attitude towards this whole thing. And I was wondering, uh, is that how you're feeling towards him? Because some people I saw in chat that were saying that you're biased. So I'm curious what you have to say about that. I mean, it's just I, I don't like. People like that, that do things like that. It's not even necessarily about Crowder himself. Like, I don't feel a certain way about Stephen Crowder specifically. It's about people like that. People that gaslight and bully and lie and create drama. And it's it's just, I don't like the phoniness. It's just like, it's like being in LA where everybody's fake and phony. Everybody's got a two-year motive. Everybody's out for themselves. They, they, they say that they're your friend, but really they're trying to, you know, like, just like the whole thing with the recording the conversation and then putting it out there and, and, and the yeah. whole and the whole point was to try and elevate himself. It's like people like that have no morals, no boundaries, no scruples, no principles, but they masquerade as that out there to the public. So people that do that, it doesn't matter if it's Stephen Crowder or to an extreme case. I'm not trying to compare the two, but Eddie Long, Eddie Long was this, uh, mm-hmm. this, this pastor of a church. And before he died, it was found out that he was, you know, touching the boys in the church, but he was supposed to be the, the guy that was their mentor. Now, I'm not trying to compare the two, so don't nobody get triggered in the chat. I'm just saying people that purport themselves as do-gooders and people that's virtuous are trying to help people, but really are out there out for themselves and don't care who they hurt in the process. I hate right. that. That's 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 that bully, yeah. passive-aggressive. That I don't like. Yeah, it, like I said, it seems like he's virtue signaling. Um and that's something that that gets me too. It's like, uh, it, it he's acting like he's um, a big shot almost. Like I'm worth more than this. You should give me a lot more money, and I shouldn't lose anything. Anyways, that's just my opinion. But uh, I just also wanted to tell you, uh, 
great show and it's really cool to see that you've been uh so financially independent for the last you said 16 years in your last video and i thought that was pretty awesome so keep it up man thank you for that man definitely appreciate you all right have a good night same to you yeah, people saying that Candace did that to Nicole Arbor. First of all, Nicole Arbor is a nutcase. Look up Ryan Upchurch and Nicole Arbor. Nicole Arbor is a complete nutcase. Like, if you guys are out here dating women, do not date a woman like Nicole Arbor, a complete crazy fool. Like, that's, I mean, just look just look her up. Look her background up. She's crazy. Now, as far as recording the conversation, did she put it out there to the public? Did she put a video out with the conversation in it? I think what happened was she said she recorded it, but did she put it out there? That's a different story. If you're recording something is different than putting it out there in the video, trying to get money for yourself. So let's 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 be honest about what happened. But y'all let me know what happened in the description. I mean in the comments. Alrighty. Modern Renaissance man, this is you. Can you hear me, boss? I can't. If you're talking, I can't hear you. All right. I can't I can't hear you, boss. So maybe you try to call in a little Can bit. Can you hear me now? I, I hear you. I hear you. Oh, you hear me good now. Does it sound clear? Does it sound kind of airy? It sounds Decent. It's not the best, but it sounds good. Don't don't fix it. Like we we were good. I don't know what. I can't hear you no more. I, sh- I should just said it sounds good. It sounds. What good. about now? You you good, boss? Go ahead. All right. Good. Good. Good to see you, man. Long time no here, my friend. Oh, likewise, man. Likewise. Yeah, I guess you guys sound like y'all can hear me from my uh, web mic versus this sure mic right here. I don't know what's going on with that, but um, anyhow. Yeah, man, there's a lot of stuff that's been kind of uh, brewing with uh, everything that's been going on. And I feel like I'm somebody that can definitely speak on this because you and I had a nice conversation down where we met in Washington, D.C. And uh, you know what I do. And I'm not going to tell too many people what that is, because since I've gone viral and been kicking a lot of people's butt left and right, folks have tried to come for both of my licenses and it's not happening. They didn't they, they couldn't do it no way. So uh, first things first, definitely have a background and a specialty in sports medicine. I worked with a professional team before the Cardinals got a World Series ring in 2011. So I definitely can speak on this whole DeMar Hamlin thing, man. As far as that being a body double, that right there is very strange to me. And let me tell you, first and foremost, I've treated at least in my whole career, I've treated at least 400 different athletes that have some shape, form, or fashion of a heart condition after we discovered it. So first thing is this. DeMar Hamlin got a clean bill of health. I don't know if people understand what these athletes have to go through before they're even able to go on the field. We we do a stress test while they're on the treadmill running. We do we run EKGs the whole nine. So the fact that he took that little bit of a light hit, which everybody already saw, they seen with their own eyes. His, uh, I think it might have been his uncle. His uncle came out and said it too. Like, hey, it wasn't that hard of a hit. So people thought it was commercial quarters, whatever, which it could have been. I'm not going to rule that out. But. For it to happen in such a rare incident like that is kind of like, uh, no. And then what gets interesting is the fact that uh, people don't know this, but I have somebody that's on the inside to that. I'm just going to leave it at that. He had to be revived three times, not two. He had wow. to be revived three times, right? So the fact that they had to shock him back using the AED, what caused those two other heart failures? That's one thing. Second thing is, the minute they came out and said DeMar Hamlin was saying this or saying that, I said, nope, because once he got intubated, you're not saying anything. You're not talking at all. So them saying that he writing, I get that. Here's the interesting part. Once he, they showed him in the hospital doing the heart sign and everything, I completely get that right there, right? Once you take somebody off of being intubated, 
there is a process that you have to go through, especially after coming off of a heart attack or any type of what we call a myocardial infarction, something of that sort. There is a protocol, right? You're definitely going to be on oxygen. You're going to be taking things real slow. And I, my whole career, I had to perform CPR on somebody four times, right? And on the fifth one, that I, I'm sorry, I had to perform four times with a person uh, where I cracked ribs. The fifth time, I didn't have to. The ribs didn't crack. People, I'm telling y'all right now, I don't care who you are, how young you are. You are not coming off of something like that and doing like this. It's going to include your pectoralis muscles and also it's going to do the pectoralis and what they call the intercostal muscles that's right there where the ribs are. Those muscles will be hurting so bad for him to sit there and throw his hands up doing all those motions like that. Number two, he had a mask on. That right there already is a huge no-no. Why? Because we want him to be fully oxygenated. We want him to get as much oxygen as he can because we don't want any type of occlusions happening, right? So that already kind of had me like, wait a minute, whoa, and it released him so early. And, and according to the protocols that I've done, several of them, that dude right now should not be doing nothing. He shouldn't even be up and walking around doing any of that. If anything, he will begin taken to a therapist or something like that where they would do light treatment and they would be monitoring him with an oximeter every step of the way. Every time he, we, okay, like for example, we'll say, okay, we're going to put you on a bike. We don't want you to, we're going to put it at level one. We're going to have you ride, pedal real slow. Keep it only at about 1.0 miles per hour. And while he's doing that, they're monitoring his oxygen and all that. And they're also monitoring how fast his heart is uh, beating because they don't want to get something called tachycardia or to see if he gets bradycardia, right? So these protocols that will be set in place for him to do, there is no way that I'm saying if that is him and it is, those doctors let that dude go off too early where he can end up absolutely 100% having another what they call a, a cardiac arrest or myocardial infarction. So he would be monitored closely, not just because, look, we he, you monitor closely if you only have one. He fell three times. So then he would already be like super like looked at the man like we're like, look, we're not going to play around with this. Number one, you're not about to be up and just walking around, swing your arms or anything like that. Where's your O2 tank that you should be carrying like you mentioned earlier? So that right there has me a little bit suspicious for him to come back and put up on his little Twitter thing and say clone, and he didn't show his face. That's the only thing I'm saying. Dude, come on now. You're not showing your You showed your face in the hospital when you was doing like this. What's wrong with showing your face right now? So as far as it being a double, I'm just waiting for him to actually come out and make a public statement because I don't know why he wouldn't. Hey, I thank everybody for the prayers. I thank you guys for all praying for me. I didn't know that I changed the game. I didn't know that I, I'm the first athlete in history to shut down a football game. I thought they would continue on. He... And, but they can also say, well, you know, he no, no, he's at it. He's at a stage where he can't talk because he would be the speech pathologist after having that uh, tube taken out of his throat. But at the same time, he still would be able to whisper something or say something. And his uncle, who was so outspoken, letting everybody know that, hey, when they brought him back, this happened. And when they brought him back again, this happened. That uncle seemed not to be saying nothing right now. He's not saying a word. So that kind of got me a little suspicious. OK, so I'm going to digress from that whole subject. And that's why I know about this. I don't know what these doctors are doing if that is hamilton doing that but that is completely the wrong protocol to let that guy get out and be walking around and doing that stuff on his own without having a therapist next to him or an athletic trainer next to him monitoring him the whole time making sure that his heart rate stays on par and possibly have an own carry ekg along with some o2 because you want fresh oxygen the whole nine right now okay so i'm gonna digress from that just letting that people know yes i am an expert in that in case folks will know you want to know another thing that we have to go to school for and learn about as well through medical school obesity man <laughs> Y'all, listen to this. Some things can be genetic, but when it comes to things like obesity, no. We all went to school and we learned that the reason why you're going to find a family of fat people 
is because the way that great grandma ate and cooked is the same way that grandma ate and cooked. The way that grandma ate and cooked is the same way your mom most likely is going to eat and cook. The way the mom eat and cook is the way you've been taught to eat and cook unless you change that up yourself. So um, this is this is nothing more than to bring money to this medical profession, just like this person that was on there. I don't know what she was that you just showed. Was she a psychologist, whatever like that? But it's to do nothing more than to bring money to the profession. I speak openly about this because when I got into this field, I wanted to be open with people. I wanted to be real with people. I really cared about people. And I did not know that when I got into it, that it was going to be just pretty much like, dude, screw all everything you thought that you was going to do. This is all about making money. And I'm just telling people the truth. The AMA hates me for it, but oh well. So what happens is this. In the medical field, if we can push things through law to get something labeled as a diagnosis, then we can treat it medicinally. It has nothing to do with what they're trying to do right now, saying, oh, no, they thought it was this. See, they thought they died in exercise. They thought, no, 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 no. See, all they want to do is be able to treat this with medicine. And yes. that's why, like, mental illness is a huge thing that's going on right now. All these different things that are going on within our world right now, all they're doing it for is to be able to slap a diagnosis on there and be able to say, because it is a diagnosis and it is a medical condition, we can treat it medicinally with medication. Plain and simple, man. So um, it's sad that a lot of doctors are even lying to these people about this, but I do know why they're doing it. Because you get to keep a lifelong crackhead. You get to keep them on that medication for the rest of their life. You get to keep on having them getting sent to some psychological doctor who's going to treat them up here like she said, whatever like that. Man, come on, get real. Folks, it's real simple. When it all comes down to it, when I went through my program like this, we had a we have a 99.9% .9 success rate with people losing weight. People can try to blame the metabolism. You can say that all you want to, but the thing is, metabolism has nothing to do with your body being into a state called ketosis. That if you do put it in that state, your body will end up relying on the reserves that's in the body. Your reserves are fat. You is when it comes down to it, it's not that you're trying to lose weight. You are wanting to lose fat. Fat is stored energy. It's stored energy. Something that you store is there for you to possibly use it. But if you don't use it, your body will continue to store. And I'm going to get off because I know I'm just trying to push this information out real quick. But here's the thing. When you mentioned about the eating and everything, ABL, that come on, y'all. We all know this all comes down to eating. But when we got these different chemicals and things that's put in the food, like you said, the fructose and all those different things like that, what happens is that even though that's put in there, if it's synthetically made, if it's not organic, I'm just being real with y'all, folks. Your body will not recognize that as being an organic thing when it enters to your body. So it would treat it like a foreign invader. But instead of having white blood cells come out and kill it, your body will surround it with a fat cell and store it because your body does not know what to do with it. They're not going to tell you this. Your doctor's not going to tell you guys this stuff at all because they just want you to keep coming in so you can keep on bringing in that money to them. Diet, exercise is going to be key. It's easy. Y'all want to know the secret? If it did not come from the ground and you can just eat it straight from the ground and don't mess with it. If it came in the box, don't eat it. If it came in the can, don't eat it. If it came in the bag, don't eat it. Fruits and vegetables all come from a tree. Meat came from an animal. They eat fruits and vegetables. If you want to lose weight, stick to doing that. It's 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 actually easy, but they're going to make it hard because they're going to sit there and cater to a lot of folks' mental illness. Oh, because I, I have to psychologically be this. I have to psychologically. No, 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 no. They're pandering to you so they can, yes, that's right. You sure will. Yes, yeah, definitely psychological. So we're going to give you this medicine. Money all day long, man. Plain and simple, bro. So, um, yeah, man, with, uh, with that being said, man. Appreciate it, man. It's really good seeing you, man. I'm, I'm super busy, dude. I mean, I can I, I wasn't going to show you some stuff right here, but I'll show you real quick. Give me a second. Well, I can't. I can't see your screen. Actually, I just. I just have audio only. Say that again. I have audio only. I can't see your screen. You can't see me. No, I can't. Oh, really? Yeah. What about now? 
Still can't see me? No. Oh, man, that's messed up. I'll catch you next time. I was going to show you some different things. I, I spoke on the stage with, uh, you know, Donald Trump, uh, press secretary, Kenny McEnany. Spoke on uh, stage with her and everything. Signed, had the whole nine, man. And Ted Cruz and uh, D'Souza, uh, Alan West. It was a bomb, dude. I'll show you all next time, though. Right on, man. Thank you for your but, call, uh, as always. Yeah, appreciate uh, everything you're doing, man. Keep it up, man. We out here just kicking butt, making people mad, ticking them off. Yeah. And, folks, if y'all can hear me, I know y'all can't see me. But uh, I'm on YouTube as Modern Renaissance Man. I'm on Instagram as Modern Renaissance Man with the O being a zero in Modern Renaissance Man. I'm on TikTok as Modern Renaissance Man with the O being a zero. I'm on Twitter as The Real Ty Smith. And I'm on Rumble as Modern Renaissance Man with the O in Modern. And uh, everybody, y'all all have a good day. God bless you. ABL, hey, that, hey, that, uh, that great beard looks pretty smooth on you, bro. <laughs> you was up there having your little Kevin, Kevin Samuels on there. Hey, hey. <laughs> I like it, though, man. Hey, keep doing what you're doing, bro. Appreciate the time. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate you. Peace out. Very well said. Shout out to Modern Renaissance, man. Uh, very, very smart person in the medical profession. Knows what he's talking about. What he said right there was 100% correct. Now, Let's revisit the obesity video from 60 Minutes where they had the board member. Um, Nicole Sam. Now, I'm going to put this on the screen right quick so you can see what I'm talking about. Give me one second here. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. Now, down here in the timestamps, um, what does it say right here? You might not be able to see it, but this section says new weight loss medication. And that appears to be the longest segment of the video. Okay, the video is about 13 minutes long. This segment goes from 527 to almost nine minutes. Doctors Apovian and Stanford have been advising companies developing drugs for obesity, including the Danish company Novo Nordisk, an advertiser. On there it is right there. Look at that advertising drugs on TV. They don't do this overseas, really. This, this is a, an American thing. So the lady gets on TV and says, oh, obesity is not really about your diet and exercise. You can't beat it that way. It's genetic. And you know how you can overcome your genetics with this drug that we're going to sell you and we're going to advertise it right here on the show. This ain't nothing but a commercial for drugs. Very simple, not difficult to understand. So shout out to my main man, Modern Renaissance Man, for breaking down that obvious fact to you. Let's get let's get to the next call here. Let's go to four zero four. You're online. Who am I speaking to? ABL. This is TJ Jizzle out of Atlanta. All righty, TJ. Sir, sir, my goodness, <laughs> I modern Renaissance man really put. He said absolutely everything that I wanted to say. He's got the medical part covered. And to be quite just point blank honest with you, he has a medical, I have the mental. I have to treat these patients psychologically, believing that they're okay being morbidly obese. They're oh, and, and they're not realizing that it's not everybody else around you. You have a disorder. It's it's almost like uh, body dysmorphia. It's it's the same. You have a perception, and society right now is telling people it's okay. It's not you. It's not anything that you are doing or choices that you're making. And 
I don't understand how, especially it's not all black people, but I'm, I'm going to say black because that's how I relate, how black people are not seeing the correlation, how close that is to how a, a, a young man will say, well, it's not my fault. I keep getting arrested uh, for, for stealing cars or going to jail. Uh, it's just my environment. You have to make separate choices. You have to, sometimes you have to reach a little bit further out to find sources that will help you get out of that mindset. But it is possible. You do know that it's wrong. You don't have to do it. And you don't have to eat that box of ho-hos and Twinkies, you know, or whatever it is that came processed in that package, in that bag, just like the doctor said. There has to come a time where, as an obese person, you have to push that plate back or you have to take smaller portions. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I sacrifice and struggle with with my fitness. I compete, and there are more days than I can count then I'm up all night because I want to eat something sweet. I want to eat that donut or I just want to have, you know, something that I know is not going to be good for me, but I have a, I have a fitness goal. I have a goal. I have an objective. I don't want to be 70 years old and I have to be on the cart to shop. I want to be able to walk and, you know, get my and work in my garden on my own, you know, uh, you know, carry the wheelbarrow around when I'm, you know, 70, 75, that's very possible that I can still be very active and doing that stuff. But if I don't be, if I'm not proactive at this stage, then I'm going to get what I pay for. And that's going to be a broke down body that is full of inflammation it's full of disease. And like he said, you're in a state of constant battle where your, your white blood cell count is so low that your red blood cell count, it, it's fighting, you're fighting your own body. And, you know, I, I just, I, I ha- that video completely triggered me. I mean, it had me jumping up and down because, I've been com- competing competitively in bodybuilding for more than I'm going on about 12 years and I'm good at what I do, but I have to sacrifice. That means I can't eat garbage. It just is. You get over it and you, you do better. We have to do better with this. Um, Last thing I wanted to um, thank you for, I don't like it, but I have to say thank you for Crowder, the whole crowd, the whole Crowder thing. I'm going to be honest. I was a really, really big fan and I never saw him as a bully or a phony or, you know, I, I never saw him like that. And so I do actually appreciate the context that you presented and, and I know I kind of get your perception of him and I'm cool with it. 
But I do like the way that you presented it because it did allow me as a fan of both of you, you and Crowder, it actually gave me a, a an objective perspective on, okay, you've got to look at it from, from this point of view instead of just, I love Crowder and I love, you know, you put out the information to allow me to make an informed decision. And so I do see him in, in a different light, um, which I actually, I do appreciate. I really do appreciate. So, yeah. Well, thank you for that. I'm glad you're able to, you know, just have an open mind and either you can agree with it, disagree with it, but just be open. I appreciate that. It means a lot to me. No doubt, no doubt. And, um, you know, for people that might be struggling or on the fence with the uh, with the whole obesity thing, you just got to remember that you can't blame me, Ma, and Papa, you know, for, for what you put on that plate. Not today. That's Not right. Not today. <laughs> All righty, ABL, thank you. Amazing show tonight. And your your chat is super live. Hopefully, Boomhire will call in and uh, he'll give his take on Crowder, too. So, Right on. Well, thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you, sir. I know. Great call. Great call tonight. Great show tonight. Everybody's been, y'all, y'all doing an amazing job. I could never do it without you. Uh, thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. 516 on the line. Who am I speaking to? How you doing? How you doing? It's all good, My man. Name is Mike. Yes. I was, I was listening um, to you about the Crowder situation. I didn't hear everything that you were talking about, but I know you had made a few, uh, I think it was two other videos regarding the whole Crowder situation. And in my own perspective and what I get from what Crowder was saying, it was not only about the contracts, the money and everything. He was just talking about, in my own perspective, he was talking about how he don't want other people that comes before him to get canceled for speaking the truth. You understand understand what I'm saying? How would that happen? Because um, I remember when he was talking about, I think when he made the second video and with the whole recording situation, and he was talking about how, he was talking about how they tried to cancel him. Like I think it was um, Big Tech tried to cancel him on a few occasions because of the things that he was saying. And <clears throat> basically, he, what he was saying, like when he was talking about the whole 50 million. He said he don't care about the money. He was asking people, oh, where their integrity, where their morals and their values lie. Does it lie in the money? Like, would you sign Would you sign a contract? Oh, and keep quiet about certain situations. You will be treading on thin, like, um, like treading carefully about what you what you um the topics that you talk about stuff like that he was just basically to sum up everything he was just basically talking about not being canceled being able to have free speech and we know big tech is not about free speech but check it out yeah, though but, they, but, see, but check it out though getting canceled by big tech is not something that daily wire can control 
So why would mm-hmm. so why so why so why would you attack Daily Wire for something that Big Tech does? That's not their fault that they do that. What he was saying, what he was saying was, I don't think Big Tech is a part of like the conservative movement. So it's like it's like you um, going into business like with a with with a left wing. Like you're going into business with left with like a left left wing um company. Like, don't you think at some point you being a truth teller that if you say something that they don't like, right? If you say something that they don't like, or that the media, the the left wing media don't like, they can call up big tech or like I want to censor. Since uh, um, ABL, I want to censor this from ABL. Who, who is who is they? Who is they? Like the um, like the whole um, Democrat Party. Like if you say anything, like but check, but see, check it out though. Like, I, I mean, I, I I get your point, but check it out. That's not the Daily Wire's responsibility. They they can't they can't make Big Tech do what they want them to do. Okay, so mm-hmm. that's not something that the Daily Wire is responsible for. So why? It's even Crowder attack Daily Wire if the enemy is Big Tech. Daily Wire is not Big Tech. So I don't understand. I get what you said. I get I, I get what you said. But I just don't I don't I just I just see a lot of people like blasting Crowder and I feel personally this is my personal way, I don't know Crowder like that. I don't I don't I barely know anybody on the internet like that, you feel me? Any of the conservatives like that. But I just don't feel like Crowder deserves the backlash he's getting for just speaking how he personally feels. Like but he's he's attacking like, people. He's attacking people that didn't do anything. He's attacking the wrong person. Like, why would you go attack Daily Wire if the enemy is big tech? It doesn't make any sense. It's like you can't go out there and hit the wrong person over and over and over again and then be like, well, you shouldn't attack me for that. Well, it's like, stop picking on the wrong person. If you got a beef with Big Tech, then go to Big Tech, go to Google, Facebook, YouTube, et cetera. Don't go to Daily Wire. They're not responsible for what Big Tech does. That's not okay to do. And if you're going to continue to attack the wrong people, we're going to say, hey, you do, you're doing the wrong thing. Go to where, go, go to Google, talk to them. Don't, don't go to Daily Wire and say, oh, well, Big Tech is censoring me. That's Big Tech's problem, not Daily Wire. Yeah, I, I mean, but I, but like, I, okay, I, but but see, like, okay, explain to me how it's Daily Wire's fault that Big Tech does something to censor Stephen Crowder. Ex- explain to me that because if, they're they're in contract with um they're they're in a contract or negotiation or whatever. I don't I don't I really don't know, but you don't know. So what's the problem? No, here's here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. My 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 thing is from what I get from what Crowder was saying was that, okay, y'all offer me $50 million or whatever the case may be. Y'all mm-hmm. offer me how much ever, how much money y'all offered. But when I sign this contract, right, will I still have free speech? Will I still be able to say things that I can say right now without being censored and canceled, will I still be able to say certain things and not be canceled? Because of the simple fact that I still think 
and I think um the the dude that he was on the phone with, he did say yes. He said yes. He will. You will be canceled. You will be. Um, let me let me give, let me give you a little bit of help here. Okay, what's happening okay. is Daily Wire has certain provisions in the contract or the offer sheet that says if Big Tech censors you, not Daily Wire. If Big Tech censors you, then you're going to lose certain bits of your money, certain bits of your fee. So if it's a million dollars is what you get paid and all of a sudden you get a strike on YouTube, you're going to lose some money. Now, people are looking at that as if Daily Wire is enforcing Big Tech's uh, ban. But the real reality is that you're on Big Tech, Stephen Crowder. Stephen Crowder's on Big Tech. Stephen Crowder's on YouTube. Okay. He has almost like 6 million subs on YouTube. He's still uploading to YouTube, going live on YouTube. He depends on YouTube, same as Daily Wire. If Stephen Carter's by himself with no company backing him and he gets banned from YouTube, then he's, he's going to lose money. So if he signs a Daily Wire, why should he not lose some money if he's banned from YouTube? If it was him by himself, it'd be the same thing. What people want is for Daily Wire to give him his full money, even if he cannot produce the money that they are going to get to pay him. See, you're going to be on big tech platforms because that's the biggest audience. They even said that on the Tim Pool podcast, speaking about Crowder and his uh, CEO of the company, right? So mm-hmm. if if you are on the biggest platforms and you're not anymore, if you're on the biggest platforms and you get demonetized or whatever it is, then everybody loses money. Daily Wire does and Stephen Crowder does. Stephen Crowder does not mm-hmm. want to lose the money. He wants Daily Wire to take the whole hit. That's not fair. I would not sign that contract yeah. if I was Daily Wire. And quite frankly, anybody that sees this going on, they would not want to sign De- um, Stephen Crowder because he's a liability. He's known to have health issues, and he don't want to get docked for missing time off. He's known for being striped and whatnot on YouTube. He don't, want, he don't want to take no hits for losing money. So if I was a person trying to sign a contract with him, I would not sign him because too much of a liability, and he don't want to play ball. He don't want to participate with us because – if I'm offering you this maximum amount of money, I'm trying to give you the most amount of money possible, but I can't give you that much money if you're not able to produce it. It's just that simple. It's not Deadly Wire trying to enforce what BitTech is doing. It's a matter of the money coming in not being enough to pay you what you want if you're not going to be on certain platforms for a certain period of time. That's not Deadly Wire's fault. It's just big tech's fault because the money that you're going to bring in is not going to be enough to be able to pay them that much money now. If you don't want to have any kind of penalty because of not being known big tech, if he doesn't want those kind of issues, what he should do is take less money. Go to Rumble, mm-hmm. go to True Social, go to the off big tech platforms. Now, you're going to make less money. You cannot make that big amount of money on Rumble or on True Social or on Parlor or on Gab because you're going to have a much smaller audience that's viewing your content. Simple, mm-hmm. but Crowder doesn't want to do that. He wants to get the maximum amount of money, which is exactly why he mm-hmm. counter offered with $120 million rather than $50 million. So how do mm-hmm. you feel about that? I understand what you're saying. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. And what you're saying, it makes sense. Well, I'm, I'm glad it does, man. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just here to just clear things up because I think Crowder does a really good job of, you know, maintaining his audience and and, and defending himself. But I feel mm-hmm. like the counter argument is not always there or articulated in a way that makes sense to people that may not necessarily be familiar with how YouTube operates. So I'm glad you were able to just hear what I'm saying. Yeah, no, no. That I mean, 
like I listen to both sides. You feel me? And, and like I said, um, I, I hear I hear what Crowd is saying or his thing about certain things, and I hear what you're saying. Both of y'all make sense. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not bashing you. I'm not saying any y'all wrong about what you're saying. I'm just you know. Right, I got you. Just give him on a, on opinion. Like I give, I'm just giving my own opinion. That's all it is. Right on, man. I'm with you. But thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you, boss. I appreciate you. I know. Shout out to the caller. All I ask is everybody just be open and just hear me. You can agree, disagree, whatever it is. Just be open and hear me. You know, that's that's my that's my plea to everybody that's out there watching. All right. Four four zero, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, how's it going, ABO? Everything's well, man. How about yourself? Pretty good. I was trying to uh, get in uh, Saturday, I think, but I... Kind of like missed it. <laughs> Lines were blown up. Right. Uh, just wanted to piggyback off of some of the things that were said on that Saturday. Um, I was never a conspiracy theorist. Kind of like you know, I've never listened to people what people said. But me personally, I know at least three people that had heart attacks two weeks after they got the poke. If you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I know three people myself, and at least three or four more through some of my friends, but I do have like a friend that in 2021, he had a heart attack. He blamed it on smoking and, you know, not sleeping at night. And I kind of like lifted at that. But after a while, when I called him, I'm like, dude, did you get the jab? And he said, yeah, dude. And two weeks after I got this Mm. and the manager, uh, a friend of mine, let's put it this way. A friend of mine has a bus whose uh, husband died just around that, that, that time, like, you know, two weeks after, just had a heart attack and died. So although I never was a conspiracy theorist, but these are like, you know, too many to be just coincidences, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just, it's just too much going on at once, too many things happening. Uh, and at a certain point, it becomes a pattern rather than a coincidence. Rather than something isolated, it becomes just normal and what happens, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, I, I had it too, cause I had to travel, but, uh, it's been like a year and a half now. I feel fine. Didn't have anything sort of say, but some people do have them. Some people do have them. I, I know at least three people that had heart attacks. Fortunately, they, they're still alive, but, uh, some other people are not. So I don't know what to say about that. Yeah. I mean, Anywho, it's, it's, it's pretty rough. This, uh, router issue i don't even know why people debate this i mean it's, what the hell is it to them you know it's not like they're it's their money or anything i mean it's just like people do whatever they want to do <laughs> you know i just don't watch that and i try not to get into arguments about that so that's my two cents yeah i mean anyway that, that's what, that, my, the whole thing yeah, with, go ahead. the whole thing with that is i just i you talking about really big people really big uh audiences uh, you're talking about a company that's out there doing a lot to help the conservative movement and you got somebody within the conservative movement damaging that it, it's just, it's not a good thing. Now if we're talking about like minor individual things between people that really don't matter in the greater scheme of things. I don't want to make it seem like I'm saying people don't matter because everybody has a purpose in this yeah. life. I'm just talking about that's those. True. That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about those that make, make a really big impact. I mean, these people, when they do things like this, it's not right. And people need to speak out against it in my humble opinion. That, that's that's true, but everybody has an angle, either way you put it. So, I, I just don't don't care about 
that issue. <laughs> Anywho, thank you. Thank you for um, giving me the opportunity to speak and um, keep doing a great job. Thank you. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate you. Thanks. Bye. All right. Shout out to the caller. Let's look at some more here. The number to call 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these internets. 918, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, baby? Uh, JB Scotchman from Oklahoma. How you doing, buddy? It's all good, man. What's happening? Hey. Ah, there's a lot of happening, actually. Yeah. A lot of topics to talk about, but I'm going to keep it down to a couple that I wrote down. Oh, hey, first of all, uh, hey, I got a topic that won't ever be talked about in the mainstream news or the mainstream media because it's about Rockstar Games and Grand Theft Auto V, which is the biggest money maker in the entertainment industry of all time. It's made over six billion dollars. So, like more than Billy. movies, more, more than movies, television, all of that, as a, as a singular yeah, thing, this exactly. is the biggest ever. Yeah, exactly. It's the biggest form of entertainment ever. Wow. So, anyway, um, on the PC version, which is what I play on, it's gotten to the point where the hackers and modders have just taken over the game. I mean, they now have the ability to just ban your account, take away all your money, and just destroy all the years of work you've done. And Rockstar has done nothing about this, even though it's been going on for years. So... This could be a really big story because, I mean, this is this is going to be a class action lawsuit. This is going to be really big because people that have bought the game and they paid like extra money for like all the, you know, like the shark cards and you know and all the extra little things, and Rockstar provided no security to anyone. I mean, it's, it's going to be a big deal. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Watch out for that story. Yeah. Um, what else? I had one more thing. Uh, yeah. Damar Hamlin, the dude from the, uh, New York giants. Buffalo bills. That, uh, or Bills. Yeah, the Bills. Yeah, not the Giants. Man, there, there's definitely some funny business going on with that. I mean, come on. I mean, how many? I mean, I've been watching football since I was a kid. And how many times have you seen a player, you know, get hit so hard that he just died? I mean, that. That that does not happen, you yeah. know. So, yeah, and yeah, I and when he came out and made a statement, 
Oh yeah, it was it was like Hillary and Joe, you know, with their with their clones. Yeah, they're like, I don't even think that was him, even. Right. Yeah, it's, so, it's a lot of that type of stuff going on. A lot of like, who is that really? A lot of fishy things happening in general. Oh yeah, a lot of funny business. A lot of funny business. But all right, those are my two topics. I'll leave it there, buddy, and uh, love you, man. Love your show, and love all the people in the chat and the calls, and I'll just sit back and listen to everything else. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, later, dude. Shout out to the caller. Great call. All righty, Les, what's happening? Hey, Apia, how are you? It's all good about yourself. Good, good. Um, I actually wanted to comment on your comment that you made earlier in the show. I think the best phone by far was when I had the Blackberry Pearl. Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I had that too. Yeah, I had, I had pretty much every Blackberry you can imagine. Like, I was, I was hooked on yeah. the Crackberry. That was the most best, I think, phone ever. Okay, it tops off what we have now, Apple and Androids. And honestly, hopefully one day they'll bring it back. We don't know, though. <laughs> For real. That that was an amazing phone. That, and I also wanted to give my two cents just into other topics that you covered today. So one with this whole, um, again, we're going back to the vaccines. If one vaccine did not work, Let's give it let's give it the vaccine ABL and then the booster. If those two things didn't work, why would I continue going out there to get boosters? I, I don't want myocarditis. I'm good, you know. I want I want to live forever, okay? So why <laughs> would I get these vaccines and then you know, possibly two weeks, sixty days from then drop dead, you know? No thank you. Exactly. I'm gonna just stay away from it. I like living, so I'm I'm good on that. We're too young to die yet, ABL. That, that's right. Way too young. <laughs> That and then um, I thought it was crazy, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Hopefully, I get a little laugh from everybody. But I thought it was crazy that video that you put up of the girl who said the why the ex guy is not her ex boyfriend. Oh yeah, talking about uh the the vax yeah. Yeah, I was like, you know what? And these are the same women that when they hit thirty five to fifty years old and they're alone. And they're obsessed with their careers and they don't have nobody because they don't know how to get along with men and actually be a good woman to their man. They're the ones who are sitting there crying wolf. Oh, I can't find a good man. All men are trash. Like you just just killed it for yourself, you know, over a vaccine. Really, ABL? This is why I always say good thing that we had uh, Kevin Samuels come along. R.I.P. Kevin Samuels. R.I.P. And <laughs> R.I.P. And this is why we need to free um, the Tate brothers. <laughs> that, that's right, because stuff like this is going on. People got to get warned that it's happening for sure. Well, yeah, because, I mean, these are the men that are basically telling, you know, other men, hey, it's okay to be masculine, but you need to know how to judge, especially a woman by her character. If she's these modern leftists, like these, these very modern women, steer away. That's not what you want. It ain't going to work out, especially when you're being a conservative man and then you're trying to go out there into the market and fish a, a demo, a, you know, a left Democrat person. It's not going to happen. It's not going to work out. It's not. It's not. You're right. 100 percent correct on that. <laughs> that. And then um, 
Oh, what was that other topic that you covered? Oh, that whole obesity thing. I think we could all agree, ABL, and I know you had previous callers that did a phenomenal job at explaining it, is the fact that this has nothing to do with, oh, it, it, it could possibly just be in your genes. No, it is a fork-to-mouth issue. <laughs> Again, we go back to the old saying, whatever you eat, you will become. What happened to that? I mean, I think they want to do a couple of things. They want to try to cater to the whole body positive movement so you could be 800 pounds and still be beautiful. And also, they want to sell drugs. Like I showed that in the in another clip. They later on in that same interview with the lady, they promoted an anti-obesity drug. Right. But then we go back to what your other callers were saying, and that is so spot on, is the fact that how else, how does big pharma make their money? They have salespeople that go out there to different um, doctor's offices and say, hey, I got these, you know, new line of drugs. Um, you know, here we go. We'll give them samples, start offering them to your patients. Hopefully they like them. And then now you can start prescribing this, right? So they're networking through these doctors that are supposed to be here for us, right? Our, our, our primary healthcare providers and actually recommending us and guiding us through our health journey, but they're not. This is just another great example of how big pharma is one, the biggest cartel that we have ever seen here in the United States, besides the actual cartels that are coming in from Mexico. That's a whole other story. And how they want to keep people hooked on the system. What is it so hard to tell people you want to know something? Uh, we want to get you back on a, on a healthy way, you know, a good health. How about um, we start dieting? Whatever that means to the individual between the individual and the doctor, right? It could be keto. It could be paleo. It could be whatever, right? But let's start off with some type of healthy eating choices. And you know what? Maybe you don't have to do an extensive amount of exercising, but at least some moderate, like mild Go for a 20-minute walk. You know, start running. I don't know. Do something at home. You get me? Lift some weights at home. Like, there's so many other options to to um, explore in a holistic sense rather than going through, again, go, uh, being in the system and belonging to, to, to this biggest cartel ever here in the U.S., which is pharma, the pharmaceutical companies. So I think it's sad to be honest with you, ABL. But again, I mean, this is where we're at right now. And again, people just have to wake up and smell the coffee and do their own research. Because um, I know I've spoke about this from a personal perspective, um, from my own experience, I mean, um, I was glucose intolerant two, three years ago, um, doctors wanted to put me on medication, I was 160 pounds, you know, I'm, I'm five, five foot, so I'm very small. And um, I was like, No, um, that very same day, I started doing my research. I came across one of a family member who does keto. I did keto and go back a year and I'm completely healthy. Everybody's astonished at the health clinic because they don't know what the heck's going on. Like, what did you do? Well, I mean, I, I got on keto. And I mean, again, this is to each their own, right? To each their own. But I mean, I just basically told the doctor, I'm like, well, you know, this is what I, this is what I felt it was comfortable. I liked it and I went for it. Doctors are over here trying to tell me then, well, you got to be careful because we don't know too much about this stuff. And, you know, it, it, it can't be that good. And I told him, you know what? I'm my own walking testimony. So if there's nothing wrong with me, then we're done. Case closed. So this is what people have to wake up to and actually do for themselves. And not only that, they have to actually be 100 percent committed to themselves and to their health. That's where it starts.
100% correct. Right on. Accurate. I know. All righty, ABL. Well, great show. I want to wish you a wonderful night. God bless you. We'll see you Saturday. And God bless everyone in the chat. You take care. Thank you for the call. Appreciate you. <laughs> Bye, ABL. All right. Fantastic call. And that will be a wrap for the show. Thank you all for being here. I know the phone lines are still jamming, still, still jumping, but we're at the end of the show. Thank you all for joining. I'll be back live again, of course, on Saturday. Same bat time, same bat channel. 8 p.m. Eastern time to right around 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I'll be here. This is a podcast you're listening to right now. It'll be available on your favorite audio streaming platforms, whether it be Spotify, uh, Google Play, Apple iTunes, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the description box or go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. I should pop right on up. Um, Super chat right here I'm going to get to. Thank you to Carl G who says the media has trained Americans into believing we need to be a bit overweight. Yeah, exactly. Right? Because of the whole thing with um, Lizzo, all these people. Yeah, that that's pretty much what's going on with that. I agree with you 100%. Um, I think that's all the supers, all of everything. Thank you all to, th- thank you to the mods for being here, for doing the good job, keeping all the trolls in check and everything the way it's supposed to go. I appreciate y'all. Couldn't do it without you. Thank you to everybody that's been watching, retweeting, super chatting, whatever you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And also, please, 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 if you have not done so, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. But that'll be a wrap for me. I'll be back tomorrow with pre-recorded videos and back Saturday with a live show. But until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.